With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Music, please. That's right, and you're listening to Tony Bruno as we slide into the night. Good God. I know him. I know him. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Mommy, Tony, he's a beast. Here is Tony Top of my head. Yeah. Oh. Did you raise my uh, my chair? No, I um, I think I clicked one too many times on the uh, on the camera to zoom in. You don't want to get that much of a tight shot, Robin. <laughs> you know, I know you're looking like up, up your. We're looking up your nose. We're not doing an upskirt shot to here. Hello there, kids. It's a Friday night. I didn't just get paid, but it doesn't matter because we're here for you. It is into the night on. No Filter Network, and also simulcast on Twitter Spaces. For all you uh, cool cats out there on a Friday and a big weekend coming up. This is the last weekend of the month of January. Do you realize that? Yes. Where the hell is this year going? I have no idea, but this month has gone by way too fast. Actually, it wasn't that bad 
until we got the notification that we got credentials, which yes. was more than a month late. Um, we normally get it way earlier. And ever since then, this month has just gone. Exactly. Of course, we have way too much to do, which, by the way, I made an executive decision, Tony, and I know people are going to be so upset at us, but what? we can't do into show next Friday. No, what I, we'll do is we'll do a show Thursday night because yes. Friday we have to take the cats to a cat sitter, right? Yeah, but we I have to pack pick up. everything up and then because we, we're leaving real early in the morning. Yeah. So there won't be a Friday night show, but we'll do an extended Thursday night show. Correct. There's no way we can and get then, it. And, and then, and then what? you're going to get every freaking day, Monday through Friday shows, not only ours, but Dave Ben's in the morning. Mm-hmm. Tony Bruno for three hours every single day, and then Eric Burns immediately afterwards for another three hours. So this is at the Super Bowl in Houston. Yeah. If you're Houston in, in Phoenix, if you're just joining us, and we're going. Who else is going? I don't know. Will it be Cincinnati or Kansas City? Will it be the Eagles or your San Francisco 49ers? We'll have a big preview watch party on Sunday too. So just because you, you know we're not going to do a show next Friday, we're going to give you. What you can't get anywhere else. Forget about the Manning Brothers and all these other shows. I mean, they do a great job, but they've got like $50 million worth of producers getting them guests. We will go live at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday, Championship Sunday in the NFL. And the first game, of course, is the NFC Championship game, Philadelphia Eagles and your San Francisco. You notice how I always say your San Francisco yes. for What about your Philadelphia Eagles? Well, they're my Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Tony, there's a huge difference between what you and Bernsey are doing on Sunday with your watch party show and what the Mannings do, other than the huge budget. Yeah, and they're good. I mean, you know, they they're doing fantastic. an alternative right. broadcast, but they work for the same company, ESPN, and obviously it's a popular show. I'm not knocking the Manning No, cast. no, but there's a big difference. But there's a huge difference. There's something that you can do with your show that they cannot do with their show. Hearse? Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that too. Well, ours would not get bleeped out. But um, you are loyal fans and listeners, uh, no matter uh, this time, even though we love you, Twitter spaces, and we have tons of people that log on normally during Twitter spaces. Um, this show, a watch party, just would not work on Twitter Spaces, right? Because so you have to see it. You have to see it. So it's not like doing. I, I was just. I was talking to Robin. But Robin you can Earl. go live. What I'm saying, I just want to real quick. You can um, knock and you can come live. You can ask questions on Tony. If you if you don't understand something that happened, Tony will be happy to explain it to you um, because he like calls everything before the uh, refs do. And um, exactly. And the difference is when you're doing, like, for example, play-by-play on television is different than play-by-play on radio for the broadcasters. So when you're watching a game on TV, you see what's happening, and they don't have to tell you every minute detail. You know, they'll tell you second down and 10. But, you know, if you're a radio broadcaster, you have to paint the picture of what's going on in the game. And so while we technically won't be doing play-by-play, we'll be commenting on the plays and, and tell you what happens and, and obviously, you know, it's, it's not going to be a play-by-play show. So it, people will be watching with the, TV, with the TV on and the sound down, and then, or you can have it up, and then we will instantaneously react, tell you whether it was a good call, a bad call, an upside-down call, whatever. We will comment on it, whether it was a great call. We'll yell and scream. You know, we'll get pissed <laughs> off. We'll get happy. We'll get ecstatic. And then everybody could take part. And, and that's what you do when you watch a game, Right. Exactly. There'll be alcohol, of course, but we'll be in our home. So, 
You don't have to worry about going out and getting wasted and then driving. You don't have to worry about having gummies at home. You don't have to worry about, you know, just make sure you go out, get your provisions, as we say, get a lot of eggs. You can smoke some bud if you want to. You, you can do whatever you want. And you can join. I mean, you could like be smoking bud while you're talking to Tony and Eric. Well, most of our, remember, we used to have guys call in <laughs> yes. on Friday nights into the night when we were in L.A., we had a dude who used to do bong rips. Yes. Right? I would call, and he wasn't faking it. They were legit bong rips. And there's nothing better than a guy, you know, taking a gigantic blow on Is it a blow or a suck? I think you got to suck that in. Hit. You know what I'm saying? And you go, then you, you take that from, big hit. Tony, this is what happens. You go from suck to blow. To blow. In a hurry. Well, you know, you didn't want to hold it in. You have to hold that wacky tobacco in. You know what I'm saying? And get that weed going. Again, I'm not anti-weed. I just don't like smoke. And as they that, now the big fra- now the big phrase now in sports is you don't want any of this smoke. And you know where that started? That's st- yeah. that started <laughs> that started with uh, with Shannon Sharp when he was at the Laker game. I think it was just a week ago, and he's sitting in the stands at courtside, and the Lakers were playing the Sacramento Kings, and he got all crazy. Uh, because uh, you know he's a big Obama, he's a big Obama, he's a big LeBron honk, and I didn't even know he was you know had season tickets. I don't think he did. You know he's a big celebrity. I love Shannon Sharp by the way. This isn't a rip on him, but here he is getting getting into the face of players on the opposing team. Got a little heated. Got a little heated, and he said, "You don't want any of this smoke." So now that's the thing. Now and he was wearing like a dad sweater when he said it. It was funky. No, he's jacked. He's I know he's jacked, but he was wearing like this baby blue. Dad sweater is all I can describe it as. It was very incongruous watching him get all heated wearing that sweater. I don't know. He was a boy. It was a cardigan. Know, he wished he was. He, uh, no, I don't want to get into the, the great ski low song. I wish I was a. You know what I'm saying. Man. Anyway, good, good evening, everybody. Or good afternoon, wherever you are, depending on where you are. Yeah, we love the Penguin AZ. John from Mayfair says that's the only way he can uh, get through the show or get through the night. Lee says, I'm low-key faded 10 minutes in. Now, we don't want you to be, you know, if you're home and you want to get low-key faded, you know who will be low-key faded? And, of course, that is Dallas Cowboy, running back and soon maybe ex-running back of your Dallas Cowboys? Huh? Is he leaving? He's talking about taking a pay cut to stay mm-hmm. with Dallas because the majority of his guaranteed money in his contract is gone. They still owe him like $10 million, And so will... You know, will he stay? And now you have, you know, you have the Tony. You, you have good running backs, but now all of a sudden the Cowboys, who fired five coaches today. Five? So they waited a whole week after losing the, uh, wow. the, the divisional round to start cleaning out the coaching staff because that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? They do that. A lot of teams have done it. And now you're seeing a head coach hired. And I got to tell you, Steve Wilkes, I believe Steve Wilkes has a good reason to be pissed off. Steve Wilkes did a pretty good job at the Carolina Panthers. Remember he got that job after they fired their coach, uh, who then went to, to Nebraska, the great former Temple University football owl coach. He went to Nebraska. They bring in Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes does a pretty good job with that team. And then, boom, they go out and hire Frank Reich, a guy who obviously was a good coach in Indianapolis until everything went to hell, and then they had to get rid of him. So anyway, yeah, and, and the Bills signed their safeties coach, you know, the safeties that one of whom had a, basically was hospitalized on the field of play not that long ago. 
So teams are doing it. You know, when the head coach, when a team doesn't live up to the hype, and the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys and the teams that weren't very good, when they don't fire their head coach, what they do is say to the head coach, hey, we're not happy here. We're not going to fire you, and we can't fire the players, so let's fire some of the assistant coaches you may not like. So that's, what ha- that's what's happening around the NFL right now. We got a lot of good NFL stuff tonight. We got updates out the yin-yang. We got some music tonight. We'll have to rip the woke again, Robin. And you know me, I've never been woke, but I've always been awake. And now they're saying that woke is somehow racist. When, when people use the word woke, it's knocking the African-American community. No, it's not. People have been using woke forever. I don't care who started it. But woke means, you know, that you're, I don't even know what woke means. Right now, woke means that you're a wuss, you're politically correct to a fault, you're, you're easily triggered by anything that, even if it doesn't offend you, if your friends tell you it offends you, then you too are offended. You know, like the Paul Pelosi videotape, which released today. The Paul Pelosi videotape is a classic. This isn't a, this isn't a rant yet. Everybody who's waiting for the rant sign to appear, you know, again, I don't have any rants planned, but I was thinking about the Paul Pelosi thing because for people that don't know this, you know, I was in San Francisco for 17 years, so I got to know Nancy Pelosi. I know the Pelosi family. So what happens in this polarized world in which we live, uh, when the Paul Pelosi video was released today, and if you've seen it, you know, people are wondering, as a journalist, not as a political hack or activist, the first thing I said, I watched the video, and the thing that, the thing that bugged me the most is how the Capitol Police, listen, I don't care if Paul Pelosi has men in his house, I don't care about his private life, I don't care if he's out boozing, you know, up in Napa Valley with friends, I don't care if he's into men, women, as long as he's not into children, I don't care what his sexual things are, I don't, it's none of my business. He's at home and he wants to have guys over or women over. That's between him and his wife and himself. So the whole thing has become now, because the video was released, and so as, as a journalist, we talked about this last night on our Twitter spaces. As someone who started in the journalism business, the five W's, I don't know what they teach in journalism class anymore. The first day that you go to journalism class, you are told these are the five things when you want to construct a story whether it's a murder, a fire, whether it's a guy cheating on his wife, no, any story, there's five W components. Not WD-40, that's a different thing. That's if you have, you know, squeaky bed and you want to make sure nobody's, the whole name, the neighbors don't hear you when things are squeaky. So they released the video, and obviously, you know, the police video cam, they were recording. But you know who wasn't recording what was going on? The Capitol Police you know, the same Capitol Police that were in, on January 6th, some many of whom were implicated in par, being part of that whole thing. And I don't want to get into January 6th. They've already had two years of wasted hearings that accomplished nothing. They threw people in jail. The bottom line is I watched the Paul Pelosi video because I wanted to see for myself what, what the police body cam caught. And so the body cam, if you haven't seen it, they knock on the door. They didn't bust the door down in. They just rang the bell and waited and then knocked on the door. And then it eventually opens, and there's Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, with a, with a glass, a drink in his hand. And then in the other hand, the suspect, this DePage guy, you know, he's, he's holding onto a hammer, 
And so Paul Pelosi's holding on to the guy's hammer too, trying to keep him from doing anything. And then the door opens. So who opens the door? And again, this is this is who. Who was Paul Pelosi and a guy in his house in the lobby in his foyer or foyer if you live in San Francisco? And you know, because it's those are some big time houses there. And then you wonder what happened. The story was, you know, the guy broke in. And then there's video, but the video of the guy breaking into the house. If you look at the timestamp, yeah, and that's that important. was weird. The timestamp was like 5 a.m., but when they went to the house to figure out what was going on, when the police, San Francisco Police Department, not the Capitol Police. Remember, after January 6th, Congress and Nancy Pelosi figured, you know, a lot of these pilots, you know, Nancy Pelosi was worried about her life because they were storming the Capitol, so she saw upon it that members of Congress you know, who are afraid of people attacking them would have not just the local police department take care of their areas and their neighborhoods, but also Capitol Police. I have no problem with that. If you're going to pay Capitol Police officers to travel all over the country instead of being at the Capitol in Washington and go and protect Nancy Pelosi's house because she was Speaker of the House, you protect her house. But if you have to rely on the San Francisco PD who really had no jurisdiction, and if they didn't show up, who knows what would have happened? So the Capitol Police were nowhere to be found. The 911 operator was totally clueless, if you listen to it. And yet people are, are now going crazy today because people like me ask an honest, honest question. The question is, you know, how did Paul Pelosi open the door if he had a drink in one hand and holding the guy's arm with the hammer in the other? Now, he was smiling, but maybe that was his way of trying to show the cops so I try to think this through. I'm not drawing any conclusions because I don't have the full story. I have what I saw. So that's the construction of a story. Who? We saw it. There were two guys in a home. One guy didn't belong there. One guy owned the house. We Capitol can... Police weren't there who were supposed to be there and monitor just like the Jeffrey Epstein cell. All of a sudden, the cameras don't work. The security that's supposed to be sitting at a monitor watching the house wasn't there watching the house. And they're being paid with our tax dollars to protect the home of the Speaker of the, ha- of the House and her husband. When she's not there, the House is protected. Now, Tony, would you like to play the body cam footage? No, I don't want to play it. You have to see it. Okay. There's no way you can. I mean, you'll see it on the, but if you haven't seen it by now, you'll watch it. And the thing about the video is that there are people are drawing conclusions. And me, you can't draw a conclusion that, you know, because people, and I hate to say this, but those people who always have a political agenda to spew first, they don't even mention the Capitol Police failing. That's the biggest story to me. The Capitol Police failed to do the job that they were supposed to do. Because if they were there when the first 911 call, they were monitoring the house that they were supposed to, they wouldn't have had to call 911 and expect the San Francisco Police Department to show up with body cams. So you don't, you don't draw conclusions in this. But people did. And when I reacted to it and said, I thought you know, it was a little unusual that the, you know, the door is open and there's Paul Pelosi holding a drink in one hand and the guy, the suspect, had a hammer in one hand and Paul Pelosi was trying to hold the hammer hand and the drink at the same time. Now, that's a logical question. That's not me determining anything because if they were upstairs and then they came downstairs, and again, I don't know what else happened. But to suggest that you, you were sort of wondering how that happened and why Paul Pelosi had a drink in his hand. 
Well, here's the thing that I thought that was the most weird. Now, all of a sudden, that's right-wing, far-right-wing conspiracy theorist who suggested that this was all about gay sex. And guess what? I thought that a little bit, too, but I didn't care. I don't care if guys have gay sex. I don't care if guys want men to come into their homes because that's not important to me. If, if Paul Pelosi likes guys, good for him. That's his thing. I don't judge that. I judge the fact that there was supposed to be protection in that house by the Capitol Police. Well, and and the was... Capitol Police failed. And there's and a the lot story, of And then everything else around it, you can figure it out, and hopefully they'll figure out what well, happened. The, the police at least were there so that when the guy hits him with a hammer oh, and they was, fall to the ground, it was not what happens a, if the police weren't there? It was not just a minor thing. So here's the thing that I thought was weird. The body cam footage of the police officers arriving at Pelosi's house, it starts at 9.31.05 p.m. And that's the timestamp on the police officers right. on, on his on his. So, his camera, you know, on his, which we want police to have. Right. This and way so there's this no confusion everything. of what happened. So it shows him coming to them, uh, more than one police officer, it shows them coming to the door. It shows Pelosi answering the door, just like Tony's described, where he's sort of like holding DePap's hand away from him, kind of guarding himself, holding the hammer as well, so that DePap can't do anything to him. Then the police officer says, hey, what's going on? And the police officer sees the hammer and says, can you please put the hammer down? DePap says, nope. And then immediately like yanks the, the hammer out of Pelosi's hand and just slams him over the head. Pelosi goes down immediately. Then they storm in and they grab DePap. Okay, that's all on body cam. The weird part, though, is that we already saw footage and... Um, um, I, uh, other video cam uh, of the guy breaking in the guy at, breaking at a window in, in the other part of the house. But that wasn't until supposedly 10.30 p.m. So what is going on? Exactly. So the, the bottom line to me is I look for logical conclusions when you have just a short video. I, I don't know what happened in the house. I'm not pretending to. But, you know, they were upstairs supposedly. And then Pelosi goes into a closet, right, and makes a phone call. Bathroom. Bathroom, wherever bathroom. he went. I, I, you know, again. And I'm not, again, I know Nancy Pelosi. I've met Nancy Pelosi. I've met members of the Pelosi family. So the, the immediate reaction of all these slime ball, all these slime bags, political assholes who have to make everything political are immediately calling anybody who was questioning what was going on. Not, I wasn't even questioning what was going on in the House. I didn't care other than Paul Pelosi was attacked and he obviously went to the hospital and you saw, you know, his face. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't. No. That wasn't staged like all of AOC's stunts, you know, when she goes out in their stage and she's crying in front of fences where there's nobody behind them. I was actually a little bit shocked at how hard it looked like Pelosi was hit by the hand. Yeah. I, I, I mean, if I was a cop, I would have I would have just I would have either tased that guy immediately yeah. because, you know, and here's the thing, really because fast. Paul Pelosi was was smiling. And I think, you know, I'll, I believe that he was smiling to try to make the cops realize. But. You know, wouldn't at that point you make the cops forget about not making the cops realize that you're in trouble? If you're smiling, you're trying to keep that guy calm. Yeah. But the guy had a hammer in his hand. The second he pick, grabs that hammer and starts hitting him, I'm emptying every slug I have in my gun. I am emptying it out on that son of a bitch. That's your job again. But see, if that happened, then there would be they would be questioning the San Francisco Police Department on why they had to use excess force. The guy was in the house with a hammer, and then he proceeds to attack him. Once he's attacking him, yeah. 
The police have the right to deal with lethal force and blow that sucker away. Because a hammer. That's how I would do it. A hammer can be a lethal weapon. It can. It is a lethal weapon. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's, unless you unless you know you're like me and you're you know you do carpentry work, fine <laughs> carpentry. You can't hit. Not MC Hammer. And now at least tase the guy, right? If well, you start tasing him, Pelosi can walk away because he's going to be he's going to be all. Yeah, freaking but out that and would, shit. they would have had to have known what was going on ahead of time. They would have had to Wait, know. So, so that when they opened the door and there's two grown men, Paul Pelosi was obviously in bed because he had his underwear on, and people are saying, "Well, they were having sex." I didn't draw that conclusion. When you're in bed, both, when you're and, in bed, you have your underwear on, unless you're like me and I go clothing naked. They said that the other guy was naked. He was not naked. No, he wasn't. Not at all. He was. He was a dirtbag. Yeah. He was a dirtbag drug addict grifter who lived in an RV and had like. BLM flags all over. So if you want to try to draw conclusions of what this guy's political stance, I don't give a shit what their political stances are. Criminals are criminals. This guy was a bad dude. He was a low life. And the fact that he got into that house is a failure, once again, of security to protect the... This isn't like some guy with a, you know, just a little camera in the window or... or, or a, this isn't a family that just has a... Uh, what do you call a camera? A ring. A ring camera. Like and, ours? And their that we doorbell. haven't even install, installed This is the yet. Speaker of the House's house. Jesus. So anyway, so I, I, I made a comment on the, on, the, on the thing, and then I got all these douchebags. All of these douchebags. Now, this is Iran, Robin. All you sons of bitches. All of you sons of bitches. Left-wing nut jobs. Left-wing nut jobs. Just like when you want to try to blame... You know, MAGA right-wing terrorists, white supremacists for all these crimes. Or you say, anytime there's a mass shooting, it's got to be a white guy. And then they're proven wrong, and they don't say anything about it. It just goes away. It doesn't just go away. Because when you try to paint everything in a political prism, most of the time, it's going to blow up in your face. And so people are celebrating the fact that some people were saying that maybe it was a lover's quarrel. Now they're celebrating the fact that because the body cam footage has come out, that it was obviously not a lover's quarrel, and anybody who has, who even intimated that should be absolutely destroyed. That's the kind of jerk-off world we live in. That's the kind of pussy, and I like the name. I went after them anyway. I posted a picture of me with the Pelosi's. When all these sons of bitches come after me and start telling me you're not very bright and calling me names, all you fucking people need to get a life. Go hide in your basement, okay? Why don't you listen to Dr. Fauci and listen to Biden and everybody else who tells you what to do with your life? The same people who are crying about my body, my choice, are standing in line to get 50 fucking shots. And if you're told to get six more shots, you'll go and get them. And guess what? I don't care. Go get them. Go get the shots. Go wear your masks. I got two shots and I had side effects. But nobody wanted to hear about side effects. And now guess what? Now that you're allowed to talk about side effects on Twitter without being banned, people are coming forward and proving that there's vaccine side effects. But the people who are so, their tongues are so far in the asses of the very people fucking him in that ass, they're so far in that ass that they can't come out of it and take a breath and realize that the government's not your friend. The Capitol Police are not your friend, and I respect the police. You know who I respect? Good, hard-working policemen and women, the majority of them. I'm not going to say every cop's great, because they're not. But guess who's not great? Every criminal is a bad guy. 
There are no good guys who come into your house and try to kill you. There are no good guys who carjack you and then, you know, risk your life and destroy your family, break into your house, rape and pillage. They're not the good guys. They're the bad guys. So screw that shit. All you sons of bitches who make everything about politics, you should go fuck yourself because nobody else probably will. You're probably sitting and simmering in your own your own rancid juices. Your body probably smells of fish and what else is rancid, Robin? Uh, Maggots. You know when you have a trash can in the summer and you have your cantaloupe rinds in there, you put them in. Oh, yeah, that's good. And then it gets really hot and all those, and then the fly goes in and lays all the eggs in it, and then those maggots start festering up. You know who the maggots are? The maggots aren't the make, a great, make America great again people who just wear hats and put flags out. The maggots are the people whose bodies absolutely ooze maggots. Every time they try to suck the government harder. Fuck me harder, Uncle Sam. Fuck me harder. That's what they should have on their shirts. Fuck me harder, Joe Biden. Fuck me harder, Dr. Fauci. Fuck me harder, government. Well, John from Mayfair called it. This is now the greatest Bruno rant ever and now becoming my ringtone. (laughs) Wow. I have not heard you go off like that in a while. I wasn't even planning that, Robin. No, I know. I wasn't even planning because this is not what I'm here for. I'm here to have, I'm still having fun because I'm laughing at it because it's so absurd. It's so absurd that these people are so, so triggered. And I hate to use the word triggered, but what else are you? What else are you if everything that happens in the world, the first thing you think of, we talked about this last night, anytime there's a mass shooting, Anytime there's a mass shooting, they first go to, you know, and then there was a shooting in Jerusalem today, right? I missed that Yes, there was a shooting on on Holocaust Remembrance Day. And there was a shooting, and Israelis in a church, seven of them were killed. Wow. So I'm not going to condemn people. Whoever did it should be murdered, executed. But guess who's not condemning that? Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. The two women who have Palestinian flags in their offices in the United States Congress. And they could have Palestinian flags, but guess what? They're the very first people that come forward and basically call any, anything that happens without knowing the W, the first W, who, what, when, where, why, we find out later. We find out why at the end when every, all the pieces are put together. Haven't you watched Columbo? Haven't you watched any of these great detective shows? Well, Tony, uh, Miss, yes. you are getting much, much love, uh, both on No Filter and on Twitter Spaces for that fantastic rant. Um, Dennis Taylor's here, roaring round of applause for that rant. Do I give myself one? I don't. I'm not usually. You know, I'm not. I'm not like that, Robin. N- no, no. You, do I deserve one? Oh. You do. You do. I need it just to catch my breath. Excuse me while I catch my breath. Now, on that note, and because this was so fantastic and everybody loved it, can we please get everybody to share the show? If you're on Twitter spaces, all you need to do is go to the three dots above and, oh, no, sorry, wrong one. You go to the the little three dots on the bottom 
Hit that and share via tweet, or you can copy link and share it on your other social media. Please invite more people. We want more people on Twitter spaces listening to the show. That really helps us. And then if you are on No Filter, um, which is, for those of you who do not know, is a this is our studio platform, and it is the only place where you can join the show live. You can in watch real time, in real- no delays, none of that stuff in the back, no switching in the back. In living color. So uh, copy the URL uh, that I just posted or from above, and please um, send that out on all your social media. Exactly. Invite friends. You know, so your Discord, can- wherever you are. Our great and friends. And it's all free. And the, the That's mice, the beautiful All the people part. listening tonight on, on all these platforms. And it is free, and we do take callers from both Twitter Spaces and from No Filter. Exactly. Uh, the only difference is on Twitter Spaces, it's only audio on No Filter. We get to see your lovely face as well. So you will be side-by-side side with Tony or any of the other hosts that are on there if you're watching their show as well. Don Juan 2024 says, Woo! I need a cigarette after that. I know. I need a drink. We We haven't. Yeah, we haven't had a drink in two weeks. Now, we're both losing weight now, so that's the good news. Robin and I have not had any dessert, any chocolate, (sighs) any ice cream, not even pasta. I know. In two weeks now. You know how hard it is for an Italian to not have any kind of pasta? So today we went shopping and get some milk. We, we got some, well, we got some mung bean pasta. Yeah, so I said, I got to have mm. a little bit of pasta and here. And we also bought what Tony affectionately calls jit pasta. Yes, jit pasta. If you've never <laughs> seen it, it's li- pre-liquefied. <laughs> it's, it's made out of uh, the, not kumquat. It's, it's made out of a uh, co- it starts with a K. But it's anyway, some kind of flour, uh, Asian pasta, and it's cl- white with almost a, a bluish tinge to it, and it's always in liquid. Yes. And when you open it up, it smells... Because you have to rinse it out, because it's sitting as, there. It's not koi, no. No. As not, t- it's not the come up some young guy. No. No, we only get but that Tony, at the, the Chinese he, restaurant. Tony, for the yeah. first time I opened up one, and I said, trust me, trust me, I will make it taste good. Believe me. And he smelled it, and he goes, it smells like jit. Yeah, that's what I say. It looks like jit, and it smells like jit. So for forevermore, <laughs> it is now jit, jit pasta. I don't even know if people know what jit, because jit was a like a city thing. You know, if you grew up in Philly and New York, you know, you say jit. Uh, it doesn't sound AKA that bad. jizz. Jizz, jit, sputum. So jizz no, pasta. sputum's different, right? So... <laughs> This particular pasta, you have to wash it. You have to get the funk smell off of it. Then you uh, dry it a little bit in the pan. Because it has no carbs. Right. And the point is, you can have carbs when you're trying to lose weight. You just can't have excessive carbs and too much sugar. Which every kind of pasta No, you don't go... Now, if you're in Philly for the weekend for the NFC Championship game, say you came from out of town, we're here in Florida, of course, but people are you know heading to the city, trying to get tickets. Tickets now are here on the secondary market are... Coming down a little bit, but they're still, you know, six hundred, seven hundred dollars just to get in. And not the jitney on the ball on the boardwalk in Wildwood. You know the jitney? Yes. That's not named after the same thing. And it's a Watch. Jeep which is interesting. It's a jeepney in Philippines. It is? Yeah, the jeepneys. It's not a jitney? No, it's not a jitney. Um so <laughs> we already have people asking to come on, Tony Bruno. Are you ready to take a call? Absolutely. I will be alternating between the two platforms, Twitter Spaces and No Filter. So don't worry. We will get to everybody um, as long as we don't go too much overtime. So- Before we continue, I've got to rip Dean Clearwater, Florida. Good Uh-oh. friend of the show. I'm, I'm ripping him because I'm jealous. Because right now, as we are doing this show live here in Cape Coral, Florida, 
about 120 miles north of us yes. in Clearwater Beach, the site of spring training in just a few weeks from now. He's at an event where He sent Michael, you a picture? I, I know he did. He sent me an oh. invite, but we couldn't go. We had to do a show. That's like... It's a Michael and David wine tasting. That's just rude. Underway live as we speak. There's his wife, Karen, with the glass walking around. And they got all the great Michael David product there and other wines that they're... you know. But this wasn't specifically a Michael David wine testing, right? Yes. According it to was the, the specifically email. a Michael David, which is our favorite winery. Um... I mean, we love them. We love a lot of them, but but our go to favorite wines all come from Michael and David yes. wines, and they're not available everywhere. So when you go to a oh, place, look at and, all those bottles. Well, those are not all Michael David. This is a wine store. Oh, this isn't there. Isn't a Michael David okay. store in Clearwater? You know what I mean? But so anyway, I'm, we are going to go to. Let's go to. We're going to go to Steve in Cincinnati. Is he in Cincinnati or Detroit? Oh, is he? He's Detroit. Sorry. Come on, he's Robin. He's in Detroit. And uh, condolences to Steve. He just yeah, he lost, lost his, his mother. Dad. His it, mother. I'm sorry. Mom. I'm sorry, Steve. We sent condolences out earlier in the week. Steve. Oops. Steve, where I'm, is he? I'm trying to get him on. Oh, there we go. Steve, how you doing tonight, brother? Are you there, Steve? Hey, Tony. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Been a rough week for me. Yeah, um, I, I, I feel you, man. I know how that goes. Um. So, it's been rough, um, but uh, how are you guys doing? You know, we're hanging in there. You know, we're, you know, you just take it one day. And I hate to use the cliches that they use in sports. You know, you wake up every morning and you're happy that you're there and you hope that your family and friends are doing well. You know, but we, you know, that's the thing about life. We never know, you know, when, we're, when it's going to happen. I mean, if obviously if somebody has a long illness, you know, like Robin's uh, dad and my mom, you knew the end was near and we were lucky, you know, to be near them at the, the end. So in, in your situation, I don't want to pry into personal matters. Was, was your mom sick? Did you know? Was this just sudden? Um, it, it she was sick, but we thought we 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 thought we knew she was going to be home, but it took a turn for the worse. Yeah, that's what's happened in so many yeah. other cases. Like my mom and she Kathy, went back Kathy's home. mom just Ka- happened our friend to Kathy in New Jersey. You know, Kat, Kate, Kat, and Jerry, whose house we basically lived in their. In their, in their yard in our RV. Kat's mom lived down here in Florida, up north, you know, and she, she would come down and see her all the time. We went and saw her. She was doing okay. Then they put her back in the hospital. Kathy came back down. Then they took her out, and they said she was doing better. Kathy went back home, and then all of a sudden she got the phone call a couple of weeks ago that she's not going to make it, so she flew down and then was there at the end. So that's the one thing about, you know, when, when, when people have various ailments or they get older and there's something that can't be... There's nothing you can do. You know, you just want to be there. And so many of us don't have the opportunity to say goodbye to loved ones, you know, because we don't know when they're going to die. We don't know when we're going to die. And so if you have, like, I got a chance to say goodbye to my mom. I got a chance to say goodbye to my brother-in-law. Robin got a chance to say goodbye to her father. And Kathy got a job, you know, the, the four people closest to us that we've known who lost ones, loved ones, you know, we were all there. So, I mean, were you there at least to say goodbye? Yeah, I was in the room. And, that is so um, special. What a blessing. I um, mean, you know, Steve, I, I, I talked to you off air. We were going back yeah. and forth. And um, I've, you're never prepared. Like you think even, even when you see it coming and you know for a long time when it actually is there, you're just never prepared. Yep. Um, it's, it's uh, I think with your parent, you're, there's that one person your parents are the only people 
that will love you unconditionally. And yep. suddenly having that not be there is just a weird feeling. And um, the only thing that I can say is that look for signs, Steve, because I have, mm-hmm. um, I have over the last three years since my dad passed, I've gotten a couple little signs and I know for a fact there's no doubt in my mind that um, my dad still is communicating somehow or another. So look look for signs. Anything that that was and a, great memories. Yeah. I mean, that's the best part is that you always remember. You know, we all know the good times, but we always remember the best times more than the bad times. Yeah. And that's that's how you carry on with life. Just think of the good times and hope for good times to come. In, you know, ahead as you continue on with your life and your families. Yeah, I mean, she 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 didn't hurt anybody. She was just the greatest mom I ever had. I had, and you only get one. You only get one, as they say. Well, in the sometimes song. you're lucky, and you. Well, get I know more that I'm talking you. about, but you know the song. I'll always love yes. my mom. She's my favorite girl. You only get one because basically you only get one. Only one mother, you know. Will you will unless you know it's. Nowadays, you don't know who's going to give birth. I mean, unless you know have well, a, I have a, like a birthing a- person gives birth. But we know. I know that my mom was a woman. And she was the person who birthed me. So I only had one. You know what I'm saying? Now, Robin has two. And some people have two. You have, you know, mother-in-law or you're, you know, you're, you're And I'm lucky. I, my stepmom is absolutely yep. wonderful. So I so can Robin has two moms right yep. now. Um, Steve, I just want to let you know, I don't know if you can see this. Uh, I think you're on mm-hmm. Twitter Spaces, but on, on No Filter, yeah. you were getting lots and lots of love and prayers just so that you know. I hope you... Hope you yeah, I, I, I posted a picture. I put together a flower with an uh, angel on it. I'll send it to you, Robin. Um, oh, the, the, yes, I would love to see it. Thank you. But and, uh, uh, just know that our our thoughts and prayers are with you. Thank you. I don't want to cry. That's quite all right. You it's, just have to, you know, you have to try to say, and I, it's easy for me to say, but I've been through it. I know what it's like, you know, to lose somebody very, very close to you. So, uh, especially your mom. You know, I lost my dad when I was ten. And luckily, my mom lived to 96, so I was grateful that I had her in my life that long after my dad died when I was 10. So, And he was young. He was only 40 years old. So, you got, you know, no, people are saying, let it out, big guy. We've all been there. So, yep. you know, we, we feel you, man. And there is no shame in tears, actually. Nope. I mean, it's in, not. A, I think it actually shows strength. Personally, I think it shows strength when you are able to cry, especially in front of other people. So I think it's the opposite of what people have been telling us for years and years and years is that... Uh, well, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> no. But in real no. life, there is. In baseball, not. But in real life, yes. So, uh, so Steve, we love um, you. But uh, hopefully, if you are able to continue listening tonight, maybe we'll let you laugh a little bit tonight because that's okay, too. Yeah, I'm, I'll listen to you guys. It's just been a rough week, and today's been... It was good, and then I talked to my aunt, and I started getting emotional, and then talked to you guys. It's not your fault. It's, no, I no. It, hey, I, it's it'll be a roller coaster for you for a while, and that's totally understandable. Exactly. But no, we I love you, know. you, Steve. So, all right, brother. Just hang in there, okay? Love you guys, stay okay. strong. Man. Stay strong. Bye. Okay. Now I see our buddy AJ in Cincinnati, who we haven't heard from in a while, is in the uh, chat room too, and obviously he had to be listening to last night when we had the Hall of Fame great Anthony Munoz on. To me, the greatest Cincinnati Bengal of all time. And there have been a lot of great Bengals. But he's the first guy on the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame human being, and he still lives in Cincinnati, like many other Cincinnati Bengals. But I said, if the Bengals find a way to win against Kansas City and win the Super Bowl, 
If they don't retire number 78, not, not T.J. Hushmanzada. He was good. He was a good player, too. That's a good name. No, stay off. Yeah, Lily has been, uh, she oh. just won't stay off the desk up here. Lily, you be good now. You going to be good? You have the camera on her, Robin? I, I didn't have the camera. But is this boy, camera is, on her? She has been in so much trouble today. I know she has. She's been climbing up. She likes, she likes tape dispensers. So if you have scotch tape, a lot of cats do this. And they like, to, they like sticky stuff. They like plastic. You know what I'm saying? And then she grabs the tape dispenser and starts chewing on it. You know what I'm saying? No, but TJ Hushmanzada was a great wide receiver. And I, I think he was at the Bengals game ringing the uh, whatever they ring up there in Cincinnati. He was at the beginning. Because all these teams, you know, the Raiders have the light and the, the, the Olympic torch and all that. No, no, it's not like Kwanzaa. Hushmanzada, Sh- great receiver. Not like Schwanza either. Now, Tony, we have James Siciliano, I believe. Jim, Jim, are you there? That's the great Jim from Cheltenham. Yes. Last week, we had technical difficulties, yeah, and, and Jim was not, not, hearing not able to appear. Jim, do you have all the technical issues straightened out, my friend? I'm still not hearing him. Gosh darn it. Hey, Jim, one of the options that you can do is in the settings, you can change it to the low bandwidth mode. Mm-hmm. If your internet is not good enough, it will allow you to stream or come into the stream with a lot less bandwidth and and audio only. So try that um, and see if that works. I'm going to let you, I'm going to get you out of the room so that you can see if you can work on that. And hopefully I'll cross fingers that it's working. And of course, the great Chris Berman at ESPN would always make nicknames for players, but I don't think he ever called TJ, who's your mama. You know, he would do, you know, nicknames like TJ Hushmanzada or TJ, who's your mama. How, I, I, that would be a very difficult name to learn how to spell. <laughs> like, if you were a reporter. It is hard. I, I bet you most people can't spell. It's a long name. But he was a hell of a receiver. But he's not, he's not an all-time great Cincinnati Bengal, with all due respect. You know what I mean? We're talking about you know, Craig, you know, Collinsworth. We mentioned the quarterbacks. Kenny Anderson, the two Super Bowls they were in in the 80s, where they lost each time to the San Francisco 49ers. So how about that? Ocho Cinco, he was good. You know, but the thing that the Bengals have done, which you have to respect, because they remember they went through an era there where they always had guys who were in trouble or guys who were just disrupting the culture of the, of the lock, of the, you know, Anthony Munoz was a pillar. But then they had guys, linebackers, who would get in trouble and guys who just couldn't keep things straight. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's what's changed now. That's what's changed in Cincinnati with the new ownership. I mean, they've got great players. But they don't have guys that are, that are going to cause trouble. When I say, you know, all receivers, like Ocho Cinco, you know, he just wanted the ball like old rec- all receivers do. Like A.J. Brown in Philly, he was whining on the sideline last week. And then he said, you know what, I just wanted the ball because, I'm a, you know, if he's going to throw the ball, I'm going to catch it. But there was no beef. There was all wide receivers who were great. They want every ball thrown to him. Michael Irvin told me this many times. Every receiver wants the ball thrown to him every single play. That's what great receivers do. Now, A.J. Lopez somehow is giving us hockey updates. A guy who wouldn't know if a hockey puck is stuffed or inflated, and he's a good friend. Why are you giving us hockey updates, A.J.? Like Ottawa Leafs 1-1, Kings 2, <laughs> Panther, nothing. I went to Vermont. <laughs> and that's right, the Catamounts, the home of who? 
John LeClaire was a Vermont catamount. Robin, now my, you know, we have the my my tablet, but it like goes off every ten seconds. So I put it on to try to get uh, to That's, get the sound effect wanna, board. Here, why don't you hand me the board? Wait, he's giving his hockey. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Bearcats says Joe Burrow, obviously. He's embraced Cincinnati. Carson Palmer, you know, was a great quarterback. But Carson, who I know and I like, he just had that, that demeanor about him. You know, it's almost like when you look, same thing with Eli Manning. You watch their faces when things aren't, when they're not going well. And they get into that, not funk, because Carson Palmer was a hell of a player. But he was one of those guys that, you know, Joe Burrow is impossible to dislike. I'll put it that way. It's not like you have to dislike Carson Palmer. You, there's guys that you just and some people don't like Joe Burrow because he's flashy but you know what when you're great and you're self-confident and your team believes in you and you lead them and you could see these guys would go through a wall using the sports cliches he's unbelievable who was the flashiest player while he was playing oh Joe Namath back in the day because guys didn't do that shit nobody you know he played in New York and he was an Alabama guy and he played in New York, and he went up there, and he embraced the whole Broadway Joe thing. You know, he got himself a club, had all the chicks, the fur coats. You know, he was Michael Irvin before there was Michael Irvin. <laughs> he was a white version of Michael Irvin. The guy didn't care. You know, he went out there, put the furs on, put the jewelry on, went into the Playboy Mansion. You know, everywhere he went, the women, he, he was like, a, he was like a, a rock star, you know? And... I know he wanted to kiss Susie Colbert, but so did I. I even I've multiple times, and Robin's been there with me. Whenever I see Susie Colbert, who I work with in the '90s at ESPN, I always say to her, "I want to kiss you," and then she laughs because I know it's old now. When you walk up and say, "Susie Colbert, I want to kiss you," you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I know. It, I think he, Robin it, wanted to kiss her too. I, think. I did. I, I told she her. Was, yeah. She wasn't drinking as much as Robin and I are. Where she's always at the taste of the NFL. She's, yeah, she's always doing the, great uh, charity things. But she you knows she does great things with charity where people bid on stuff. Remember, we got those. Uh, we bid on those uh, lunch boxes. The lunch boxes. The NFL lunch boxes, and there you get all the players to sign them. You F- know, and, and they have a ticket in it, so it's like a hundred bucks. By the box. way, I, I have a, an announcement regarding the taste of the NFL. We have breaking news on the taste yes. of the Nash, of the NFL. We got our credentials, so we will be attending oh, again. Oh no! Yay. Ladies and gentlemen, I ha- why didn't you tell me, Robin? I wanted to t- tell you on the show. That is great news. Great news. Yeah. And I will have a few people with me. I uh, I'm finagling. I mean, I'm I'm wheeling. Here's and the dealing. hottest ticket of the whole, whole week. I am wheeling and dealing. Because these tickets are what, like three, four hundred dollars a piece. I think right? they start for the regular tickets. It's like six hundred and something. And yeah, then and, if you and do and VIP, and, and it's over a thousand. You're drinking all night, and it's great. Rest, great chef from every city in the NFL. Music. It's just a great night. It's a great charity every year. We always run into Andrew Zimmern and a bunch of other chefs that we've come to know over the years. So it's just awesome. Just awesome. Anyway, yeah. we've got a lot of stuff to get to. I got to rip. Uh, I got to rip the woke people again, Robin. But when we get Jim back, yeah, I uh, I might have to work with Jim off air to try to figure out what the hell is going on. He is his. I don't know. Um, but we do have somebody else that I know is capable of coming on. Who's that? Who Play that? action reel. Who day? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Play action reel in the house. Where have you been, man? We're coming out to Arizona. 
and you've been like persona in, incognito, if there is such a term. Oh, the sun's still out. It's still daylight there. Mm-hmm. Beautiful here. What's the temp now? Right. It's getting chilly at night, though, right? It's nice. It's 62. It, it, I'm telling you, it was kind of cold on you know for us, like 50 for the high on Monday. So, yeah, that's like, oh, I got to get some clothes on. I said, well, <laughs> was it yesterday that I looked it up and it yeah. was like 39 And we're going to be in the Scottsdale out there in the, in the desert. And that's not the high desert where it gets cold. Like Sedona, it snows at night. You know, and you go up to Flagstaff and there's snow, you know, most of the winter up there in the San Francisco peaks. Francisco, that's fun yes. to say. Play action. Did you see the sweet, sweet pad that we are going to be staying at? I don't think so. Oh, are, are you, you kidding me, oh, man? man. No, are you kidding so. me? I hate Where to do it? it to you, man. Unfortunately, it's like in the opposite direction of probably, I think, because where are you? You guys are in Chandler? Not uh, Gilbert. It's, You're in Gilbert, yeah, okay. Just a little bit east of Chandler, but yeah. Um. So. Yeah, we're like up in We're like Troon. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Oh, oh you're going to love it. Oh, and I know. Two and a half acres, that. swimming pool, jacuzzi, decks galore. Oh, Not true <laughs> north, the golf course, Penguin. Oh, man, we got to come up and party. Absolutely, man. Are you kidding All me? Right. Yeah, so me and me and Tom, I'm, I took some time off. My birthday is that week. Which week? So we got to put that, it down. Uh, When's your birthday, man? Yeah, February the 9th. So I made sure I took that day, the day after, and Super Bowl Monday. Wow. I think Super Bowl Monday should be a national holiday. I mean, we have enough already. Why not make the yeah. Monday after the Super Bowl a national holiday? Let's be honest. Great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody takes it off as it is. Damn right. So. <laughs> well, um, the two of you guys, for being such loyal fans, you guys have been there for us from right from the beginning. Uh, there are two invites for you to our Super Bowl party. If you yes, will. and you're mice members, right? I mean, you guys are mice. Uh, Tom is. I'm. I'm skeptical. I haven't done the envelope. Oh trigger, man, so I, I hate to. Do, I got to give you a second one here. You don't. You don't have to. I don't. That's what normally that's what it would take yes. to get in there. Yes. Not rats. We're okay. talking well, mice. Because this is really this is like a Tony Bruno, uh, but mice VIP, VIP party. You know, okay. the, but you the, know the people. Velvet ropes. I mean, there'll be velvet <laughs> ropes. There'll be all kinds of starlets. You know, there'll be all the Scottsdale wives with their seven-inch stiletto heels, clickety clacking on the right. decks. Deck yeah. at this beautiful that, place. That brings me to another point. I know. I know it probably can't happen because. <laughs> Uh, I got tickets to it, but it's on Sunday. That's the best I could pull. Uh, I got a sw- I got a suite, you know, a suite, but it's it's on stupid Super Bowl Sunday. It's an outrage. I man. mean, it's I mean, it's I mean, I don't know how what, what your hosting, plans are. We're but hosting that that party on Sunday, so yeah, the party is Sunday because we're not going to the game. You know, because yeah, I don't care who's in. Even if the Eagles are in, I'm not going to the game because you can't get a seat, and it's much better to oh, watch no. it. You know, if you're like in Minnesota, you know, a lot of Eagles fans went to Minnesota trying to get tickets. They couldn't. We had a party at a great bar like a block away from the stadium. So everybody was in there. They couldn't get into the game. And it was a great, great party. And the same thing's going to be at this party. Now, this is going to be one of those stumbling drunks, people falling off of railings and shit. This is very uh, exclusive. So there's not going to be tons of people there. It's going to be just... Just the who we invite. <laughs> Very VVIP. Right, cool. uh, that's the perks of being part of the family. Right. Yes. You know would, you like, would you like a little preview? Hold on a second. I'm going to yeah, put the house I'll up on the screen there, I Robin. will give a little preview. 
Look at this, baby. Where do you see the night vision? We're going to be out there walking around. I'll be out there picking up scorpions with my bare hands, (laughs) trying to get some rattlesnakes. You know what I'm saying? No, you won't. The javelina javelina will be running wild out there, right? Am I right? That javelina will screw you up. Don't get get caught up with those. Yeah, scorpion's good east, man. Scorpion is good eats, I heard. Right, Robin? They're not much meat. Uh, no, no, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so far, I'm not agreeing with anything that you've said. I know. <laughs> but no, I'm going to go out there with a night vision camera in the desert. Because did you see the nighttime yeah. shot of that place? It's a two and a half acre property, man. And it is spectacular. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Man. So this will be a, a nice haven after a long, long, hard day on Radio Road to come exactly back to. Exactly right. And I'll be out looking for the chupacabra, too, because whenever I'm in Arizona, I comb the desert. You know, I look for scorpions. I look for javelina. And then, uh, and what else? Roadrunners. We've seen a lot of roadrunners mm-hmm. out there, too. You, you do. It's funny. You will see. It's weird. Uh, you know, New Mexico's like that's all what they're about. But they're more here. I don't know what they do. Yeah, we've seen a bunch big. of them in Arizona. Yeah. I'm looking they're, for the chupacabra, humongous. though. I'm always looking for the chupacabra. <laughs> I'm looking for the succacabra. I mean, chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. AJ and Santa, chupacabras are high in cholesterol, so you want to <laughs> limit your intake of the chupacabra. You know, you just want the, the yeah. prime cuts. You know, you don't want to eat, the, you don't want to eat the, like the, the snout, you know, and the ears. and you know, yeah. Like pigs, people eat everything. The feet, the brains. That I've oh, never yeah. understood. I do not understand the pig's feet. I, somebody has to explain to me what the hell can possibly be appealing about a p- pig's foot. If you it boil is, it forever, it becomes tender. You know, it's clo- like it's like no. yeah, yeah. Pork. it's a cloven <laughs> hoof. I don't understand it. It's the same thing with like chicken feet, where they they like nah. I, I don't get it. Anything feet. that could scratch me or taste me, I don't want it. No tongue, <laughs> no feet. So that's enough. Pig toe oh. jam is delightful, says Dong City out there. <laughs> now, now, Rex Ryan does like feet of any kind, whether it's chicken feet, women's feet, fungus feet, yeah. uh, clawed feet. Uh, what was the feet when in China where they would, what do they call that? They when they would bind them, them bound, bound feet. feet. You know, they did that well, to well, women, right? They would feet. bound oh, yeah. their feet so they'd be really <laughs> super small, and right? They'd be like all misshapen uh, like this. Oh, uh, dude. Not hoof oh, feet. Hot. Oh, yeah. Real hot. <laughs> Real hot. <laughs> But the best thing we were in a soup. We were in Publix yesterday, and I showed Robin some uh, some sweetbreads in the meat section. And Robin yeah. didn't know what sweetbreads were. I thought it was brains, oh, but I was on. wrong. Jeez. It is not brains. It is the no, pan- no, it's, it's, it's the, the pancreas, pancreas, right? No, yeah, pancreas. Down there, it's that's what down I said. The pancreas. Yeah, that's some bad yeah. shit. I ain't eating nobody's pancreas. That's, that's enough it, of that. You know what I mean? What I, about liver? You know what the pancreas? You know what goes through that shit? The pancreas. <laughs> you know? Garbage. <laughs> liver and now you know when my mom Liver's used to bad. make liver and onions when i was a kid and the only thing good about liver it smelled good you know the house would smell yeah. with the fried onions and then you go in there and you look at that shit and you're saying dude i ain't eating that it's shit weird. and then right it's there's tongue it's amazing when especially out you know in places where there's a big hispanic community you know because hispanic people they love all that shit there's nothing wrong that they oh, eat good. it because it's food or if you've grown up poor and that's all your mother could well, afford. Well, exactly, yeah. That's what, that's what, in my case, I would come home and 
the liver wasn't so bad. I could actually stomach the liver. What about the tongue? But when I would come home, <laughs> my mom boiled. She boiled the tongue. And I would walk in the door and I that smell would just immediately hit me and I'd be oh. like, no. And then I would be like, okay, who can I go have dinner at? <laughs> who's, whose house? Whose friend can I quickly call and find out if I can go come over for dinner? No, uh, there will not you know, be an eyes. Of people too. Yeah, there will be no eyes wide shut pro- a party. No, a lot of people no. will have their eyes shut when they pass out at night. But you know, we never know. I may have to go out to the. Ca- there's a casita. Yes, there and is. And I'm a looking forward to finding a mamacita right. for the casita. You know what I'm now, saying? Now, Paul okay. Ferreira says that I'm, tripe I'm is good if chips. it's. Paul Ferrer says tripe is good if prepared by Italian or Portuguese. No, I can't eat tripe. See, either. the problem with tripe mm-hmm. is the, uh, which is the the lining of the stomach of yeah. a cow. It's a big Italian thing. It is. Right. Portuguese. It's a huge... There's a restaurant in Philly, the Triangle Tavern, where they were like world famous for tripe. 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 Who the hell goes in and eats uh, cows? Uh, what is it? The, the stomach, the, the stomach, stomach intestines and shit, man. What are, the problem, what are we doing? Although, you know, with the way things are now, you go in and look at a steak. I looked at a prime rib. It was a two pound prime rib. Bone in, $50. Yeah. Raw. It's, so imagine the what they're raw. going for in the, in the restaurants now. It's insane. But it, tripe, no, the only God. problem with tripe, like, I, I might like the taste. It's the texture yeah. of it is very <clears throat> gelatinous. Spongy. They call it dobrada in Portugal, in Portuguese. Yeah. Dobrada. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. <laughs> now, are you a well, Menudo you know, guy? Not enough. the group. Not the group with Ricky. Menudo. Was it oh, Ricky Lord. Martin in Menudo? What's in Menudo That's right. again? That's like all intestines too or something, right? Yeah, ask, ask the penguin. You, wait a minute. That's, that's bad Sunday. Hispanic knowledge right Hold there, on, man. Let me see what Menudo. Menudo. Hey. Yeah, then the... My, my cousin loved that. And then all of a sudden, New Kids on the Block came out. She ripped off that post and put New Kids on the Block. Dude. So, how, you know, you know, a cow stomach, which all, which uh, stomach? Is it a third <laughs> okay. stomach or a fourth this is, stomach? To- this is according to Wikipedia. <laughs> it already, like, they can't even make it sound nice. Um, Mexican cuisine, medudo, also known as pancita or mole de panza, which um, means stomach, stomach well, yeah. sauce. Yeah. 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 Oh. Hey, give me an extra. <laughs> give me I want some stomach, stomach sauce. sauce over there. Bring over <laughs> here one of them tongues and some stomach stomach sauce. I'll tell you who likes that well, see, though, man. We, you know, people uh, are making fun stomach, of it. You know who it, loves it, that it shit though, man. Dual purpose. It's the bowl, okay? So you. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, you know who loves that shit though, man. The Latina chicks, baby. You know. So menudo is also stomach. Robin, you have my machine down again. Nope. There, uh, I told you, there's a lot of them that aren't working maybe. because it was effed up. How about, uh, this is what women, the Latina women do when they eat uh, menudo. I have tape. Oh, God. That one's not working either. Does uh, this Tony, one work? You, a- does any of them work, Robin? It's only the top half that's I working. Could do one the bottom you. half I have not done. What the hell? What the hell was that? Yes. <laughs> I, I got all these. Go- I found some new ones today. Ones that I oh, use, like, perfect. okay, poppy. And I got orgasmic yeah. sounds. I got eye poppy. I've got uh, pornography stuff. It's just the sounds, though. It's called juicy sex. One I found, and I put that in there. But you know, ju- we have the big juicy booty. We have the eye poppies. Yeah. So we'll have plenty of plenty of sounds to arouse all of the Latinas out there in the desert when we head out to Arizona. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, they, they love the white guys. <laughs> <laughs> they love the white guys. They do. 
<laughs> no, I love guys with money, man. They don't want any broke-ass no, oh, yeah. losers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, they look at your car and your shoes are like, oh, Bobby, the white guy. I, I mean, I got a rattle, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like uh, Gardner Johnson though, with the Eagles. He had his Kia ripped off in the Eagles parking lot. Did you see that after yeah, the game? I heard that. <laughs> He, the guy goes into the parking lot and somebody steals his freaking Kia. You can tell this guy's not a big, you know, heavy hitter yet. If you're driving a Kia as an as an NFL player, and he's he said a good it was player. new. It was a brand new, new Kia. Kia. I wonder if he got it from Jim Zapala because he wants to see you in a Kia. In a Kia, it could be the Stinger. Have you seen the Stinger? There are. Right. I mean. They look like a little sports star, maybe. Penguin yeah, I don't know what he has. Penguin AZ says, I I, and I don't know, I don't know how you know this, Penguin AZ. I won't yeah, ask see, any questions, but he says all you need is a USB, and the key is yours. Yeah, and that's what's happening. You never heard that? Yeah, no. all these people. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been reported on every local, yeah. you know, I team investigation, and these people are on TikTok posting videos on how all you need is a USB to hotwire cars and get the hell out of there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah, he's got a ton in his truck there. Uh, the penguin. He just goes around. Oh, the Kia, damn it. I'm like, hey, man, you got five already. Just chill. No, Kias are nice. Kias, are, I'll tell you what, man. The Kias and the, uh, what's the other Korean car? And, uh, some of them get, Hyundai. Hyundai and Kia, Hyundai. man. There's some sweet looking yeah. rigs, man. And affordable. Hey, some of them got the lifetime warranty. Yeah. Uh, well, he says he's cars, got a Kia got Life some... tattooed on his whole back. Kia Life. I do have some news since I've seen you. Breaking um, news? Wait a minute. Is this breaking? Yes, so proud of of uh, Stacked Up, Racked Up AZ, as you know. My best friend, my wife, she got herself a job at Toyota Financial. Oh, my God. Oh, so, beautiful. Man. Talk about nice. the perks. That is going to be Dude, good, man. Congratulations. I mean, she gets a vehicle for like half price. That's an it's awesome insane. deal right there. Now is yeah. gas going off? Because gas went up like fifty cents. It's like three sixty here now. All of a sudden, for regular, what's gas in Arizona? Three and a quarter. Three and a quarter at Costco, though. That's where you got to go. Yeah, even Co- Costco. even Costco and like Sam's Club here, they're like three fifty. What the hell what? happened? I don't know. Yeah, they were. It was like two eighty three a couple of weeks ago. What Biden? Hey, Biden, he says, oh, I brought the gas price down. Now, do I summer. blame what Biden for the stupid? gas prices going back up, or do I blame Putin for going up <laughs> and Biden only when they come back down? <laughs> Go find those secret documents, and we'll talk about it later. You know Exactly Go, right. Like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Rules for thee, but not for me, he says. So who do you like, uh, oh, Sunday, man? Question. Who do you like? And I got a question on that, because if, I know you heard the rumors about – they want to move these conference games to like neutral sites in the future, and I, that's bullshit. That's, man. I'm a, that's bullshit. That's my that's my rant. Don't do that shit. You worked all this season, yeah, that's to bullshit. get yourself positioned at home, and you're going to take that away. Plus, the fans they can't all afford to go exactly. To the Super Bowl. That's why the Cincinnati, the you know, they they tried to screw Cincinnati over in that whole, yeah. you know, if since because they lost the game with Buffalo in you know in in the game the Demar Hamlin Monday night game. But both teams right. lost a game. You know, they both yeah. played one less game, and so I could, you know, that I think that added a chip on the Bengals' so uh, on the belt Bengals' shoulder because you saw after the game, Joe Burrow said, "All right, all you people who had to buy tickets to get to the game in Atlanta, and by the way, they were burning Atlanta up anyway. It, it looked like the it looked like what was the movie uh, Gone with the Wind? You know, when the entire area is burning down. That's what Atlanta looked like the other night down there. Wow, yeah." It's ridiculous, man. But though he said, yeah, you know, get your refund. Cities. You know how much money they made selling those tickets to a game that wasn't played? I guarantee you they were charging a service. Do they give you that back when they have to refund the ticket? Or do they still charge you for the service charge? 
Yeah, probably not because somebody had to push a button. Exactly oh, right. Man. Give me a break. It's an outrage, man. So, it's an outrage. Well, listen, I'll let, I will let you get back because your show's uh, more better with me. My face not in there, so no. You're looking um, good, man. I'm, you're looking good. Congratulations <laughs> to stacked up, racked up. We're going to get to meet you, her too out there in the desert, right? Heck yeah! And I got uh, Miss Robin's phone number, so we'll be in touch. And beautiful. I'm uh, so excited to see you guys. Now, do you have any it, black it, lights so we can go out and look for the scorpions? Because you know, when you go out at night with a black yeah. light, you can see they. That's when you effervescent, can see right? You can't find I them during the day. It's harder, but at night, man, they just yeah. pop right out of there with a good black light. AJ Lopez says yeah, he remembers I, I "Gone with the Wind," the Brett Maher story. "Gone with the Wind." There's name. A, there's a guy, these guys at, uh, out of Gilbert, they made a business out of uh, um, uh, basically deterring. It doesn't kill scorpions, but it's basically scorpions can't climb up a slick wall. So they put their their stuff on that, uh, what is it, shark tank? Yep. I mm-hmm. uh, don't know if it got taken, but, you know, these guys out here, they're making a killing. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, I've seen videos. Can... There's companies that, like here in Florida, you know, there's alligator wranglers. And the alligator, oh, yeah. you know, people go... And they call alligator. There was a, right here in Fort Myers, right? There's a pond. No, it's <laughs> right, the, right behind the Walmart. <laughs> right behind the Walmart. There's, you know, and it's fenced in and there's ponds all over the place. And you're like, uh, and Robin says, are there alligators? And I said, nah, nah, no way. An alligator came out. And this isn't big a big one. pond. This big is not one. a huge pond. This alligator was what? Was 12 like, feet? Yeah. It was a Whoa. monster. It was a monster. And they had to bring guys out to, to, to wrap them. And then they know how to dispose of them. But a guy who had a golf cart was out there watching him, and he volunteered. Because the, re- the gator was so big, these two guys had a hard time dragging him up out off the, because the embankment is like sloped. And they were having a hard time dragging him up the, the slope. And so he's like, hey, uh, do you need help? And they said, yeah, can we tie these ropes behind your golf cart and have him tow him up? I mean, this was, I'm serious, this is one of the biggest alligators I've ever seen. I mean, sir, we have to find a picture of it, Robin, if okay, you can. Okay, I'll see if I can yeah. find it. It's amazing, man. But regarding the scorpions, oh, yes, um, I was not an Arizona native when we moved. We bought the house up uh, with my ex-husband in um, uh, Peoria, mm-hmm. north yeah. on the other side. And, um, right. uh, you know, we weren't seeing any scorpions, and I had heard about the, the, the black-like thing. And I thought, oh, you know, let's go out at night and see. We went out, and they had just started the phase two of the development. And we went out at night, and there was like maybe five or ten that we could immediately see on the flo- on the ground right outside our back door. But then I happened to like put the the flashlight and I sort of swooped it around and I caught something. I went back and there must have been over a hundred scorpions up oh. on the side of our house, like crawling up the sidewall. I'm like, you may have to play oh a little scorpions right now. Give me a little give me invasion. A, you may have to play a little scorpions tonight, Robin. I think weren't they one hit wonders scorpions? No. Oh they my weren't? god, the scorps are humongous, big. They the get group big, scorpions. The, no, no, the group, is, the 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 rock group, the headbanger group, scorpions. Send me an angel. Rock you like a hurricane. Now, give me a little rock you like a hurricane. Oh wait, man. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Hold I got to get the drumsticks out tonight. Eighties rock. Do okay, it. Hold on. Rock you like a hurricane. Hold on. Um. <laughs> I love that Dong City guy, whoever he is. I'm assuming he's a guy. I don't think a woman would have a, a handle Dong City. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here I am. Come on, Robin. You find it? Yeah, I'm, I'm finding it. Right. Good Lord. We got to play a little bit of Aretha tonight, too. And Anita Baker tonight on the show. 
There you go. This was definitely during the long hair, the long hair band phase. Robert, crack that son of a bitch up. Okay, I have a question for everybody that's listening, though, because I heard something today. I just, I heard that when we play music, what during the show that it is that it kind of like phases in and out. Is that true? Yeah, Ah, that's yeah. Right there, it did a little bit. That's because so, you keep lowering the volume, Robin. Well, no. You got to rock out with your cock out on a Friday night, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I, I had it inside my head. I was, I was with you. Well, and I was so. Yeah, Tony keeps perfect beat, okay? <laughs> so the people on No Filter are saying that the, the for some reason, music phases in and out a little bit. It's not consistent volume level. I'm wondering about on Twitter Spaces if it does the same thing. So let me know, know. if you're listening on Twitter Spaces. Let me check in with Alan Iverson if he if he's hearing the same thing. I hear you. No, he hears us. What about his mom? Did Tawana tell you that? See, no, Tawana didn't tell me either. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. All oh. right, Mister. We'll see you soon. Yeah, join our show if you guys can. Anybody on the chat show, you know we're right yes, after this right after. show into the nightcap so. live from the desert from Florida right. from uh, where else? Where are the other guys? Uh, Rock and Reese, F- Mayfair. John from Mayfair, yeah, obviously. Yeah. John from Mayfair. It'll be turbocharged tonight or what? Turbocharged all day, all night. So I don't think that. Yeah. So check them out on No Filter. It'll be immediately after the Tony Bruno show. Into the night. It's into the night cap with the guys. Lee Dong from City will be on, or Dong from City will be on. I don't know. Arrivederci. We'll all see right, you soon. Take care. Whatever you got. All right. We'll, we'll take on everybody. By the way, thank you, brother. We have a we Later. have musical entertainment, you know, because the big Super Bowl thing is, you know, Rihanna's at halftime, and then you got that country dude singing the national anthem, right? Right. What's that guy's name? I don't know him. The guy singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl is going to be this uh, country guy, right? Chris Stapleton. Thank yes, you, Bearcat thank you. AJ. Chris Stapleton. Who has a great voice. Well, all country guys do. They got that <laughs> Beechwood aged... They got that uh, whiskey. bourbon whiskey. Oh, well, AJ Lopez says country music is dead because it's not really country anymore. It's basically rock, not rockabilly. It's just basically rock. The one thing I noticed though, when I see freedom rock, <laughs> no, that's different, or Christian rock. No, the one thing I notice when I see rock, when I see country groups playing, you know, in a big venue, every single and it's chicks galore. I mean, there's a million chicks that go to these concerts. Million of them, and they all know the words to every song. Uh, so I was watching them. We were watching the New Year's Eve instead of watching, you know, Seacrest and all those other slap dicks. I said, "Let's CBS actually had like live from Nashville." Yeah, it was awesome. So it was awesome. They were go- all these major country acts doing live shit all over the place, man. And the other difference between that and and the other stations was that with country. And in Nashville, they're not ashamed to show they're proud of America. So it's exactly, like 4th yes. of July actually had American flags. and it was My boy John Rich yeah. and I were partying yep. in Nashville and in Tampa. I know. Love that guy, man. I'm still trying to get through to him because the number you had 
eons ago, obviously is not working anymore. So, by the way, it's just a quick clip. I want because I was mentioning Super Bowl entertainment, so we can't really get we can't get you know Anita Anita Baker. We can't get Aretha Franklin. Well, she's no longer with us, but we have secured entertainment for our. I know Big and Rich would save a horse, ride a cowboy. I was hanging out with with John Rich. I never met Big though. Every time I see John Rich, he's alone. But that was one of the big. That was a crossover hit. Save a horse, ride a Dallas cowboy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, this is this uh, is the group that we've is, secured yeah, now. We've I don't, secured we, this one. Their for... talent agent called us the other day. You know, people want to. A lot of people send us you know demos of their music. Hey, you know, we got some. We, we're a new music group. You know, we play in a basement somewhere. We need some. You know, we need some some pipe, some love, some pop. We finally found. I believe an ensemble. Yes. That everybody, not new kids on the block. As soon as we heard them, we're like, oh not, my God, we have to get these people for the Mice mans- Mansion while we're there. This is, the, this is it. Forget about Prince, any other shows you've seen. This is who you're going to see live if you are invited to the Mice Media No Filter Super Bowl party in Arizona, baby, on Super Bowl Sunday. Robin, take it away. I love the guy on the on the on the on the, on the turntable, and then there's a dude standing next to him that's like pretending that yeah, he's well, into it. I just so the you know, if you look at the t-shirts that they are wearing, it says "Beatbox Battle." Yeah, so obviously this what beat and it's a you know, championship. This is the championship. How is for that beatboxing. beatbox? She was doing like chick. She's trying to like she's trying to appeal to the egg shortage people. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody's doing beatbox. This. <laughs> Give me one more, just one more, because it's only like it's only like ten seconds. This is this. We talk about discovering. Forget William Hall. <laughs> she is not available on FarmersOnly.com. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh. And we thought the chick we played at the WEF yeah. up there with the this. she was like yodeling. She was like a a a a, a, a compilation or a, or what's the word I'm looking for? Ag- amalgamation? No, you know when a collaboration collaboration between Slim Whitman. Do we have her from last week? Is Slim Whitman who was a yodeler, and then who's the other guy? I said last week. We have to play that too because that's another you amazing talent. This was a here we go. You know what? I think I think we need to I mean let her get let her go, Robin. Okay. She's rolling. Like a flower or tree. Tony, Tony, Tony. 
I think we need to put it out there in the universe that they need to. Somebody needs to come up with a a mix of those two sounds. <laughs> I mean, it's, Please, somebody. Oh, I somebody. love the. Uh, and then there's a guy playing a, you know, a, a Spanish, a Spanish guitar. guitar, and he's like rocking out, and this chick's doing all of these. These people are on drugs, and there's not that there's anything wrong with that. But people paid money. They paid that person to show up at the World Economic Forum. Jesus. They couldn't get James Taylor. He wanted too much this time to go over there, so they found this chick somewhere. Well. We have more people on waiting now, on is, hold. Is Jim from Cheltenham all, all ready? Is well, he locked well, up uh, now? We can try. We can try again. <laughs> uh, Jim. I I'm see hard. him in the, in the room. Again, so Jim, while you're listening, make sure that you log on with the low bandwidth mode because yes. I think it's your internet connection that's having an issue. So crossing fingers, we're going to try this one more time. One more mother humping time. I mean, it's happened in the past, so we know he's it's capable. His his computer is capable of connecting, but I think that there is something that is just causing issues. Now you know we know yeah. he's had audio. Wait, he doesn't have audio problems. It's just visual problems. Vid- video, so but we've been right going now, audio only with Jim for whatever reason. Are you there, Jim? Nope. Gosh darn it! This is a national outrage. Robin. It is. I need to get. A, I'll call him and see if we can figure it out somehow or another. No, Jim's not low band faded. No, nope. Low, but band that's a good fade. thing about no filter. FYI, just in case you're concerned about coming on. Yeah, you don't have to be on camera. I mean, I yeah, don't really no, need to be. I need but, to trim my beard. I look but like a bum. If you have a not so good internet connection and you're concerned about coming on live with your camera. You can click on uh, come uh, use low bandwidth mode, which means that it'll ditch the camera. It'll only have you come on with audio, and then we can still hear you. We just can't see you. Exactly. Meanwhile, <coughs> we'll play. We got we got to play the uh, the the outrages of the week, and then we got to play a little Anita Baker because Anita Baker. This is why I love Car- uh, uh, Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. Right, guys, twenty four years old. Right. You would think one of his favorite female singers, you know, would be Lizzo, you know, the modern day young appealing groups. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, Rihanna is a superstar. But did you think that if they asked Jalen Hurts who his favorite female vocalist is, he would come up with 65-year-old Anita Baker? That's a man who understands great music. Correct. Anita Baker. I love Anita Baker. You know she's only 4'11", Robin? I didn't know she was that tiny. Yeah, she's tiny. I think she was born in like Toledo, Ohio. But she's still out there doing it, man. How much do I love Anita Baker? She had so many great hits. She's like half of my size. <laughs> she is. She's great. She'll be singing the National Anthem Sunday. 4'11". That's like even shorter than my cousin Trish, who's yeah. very short. Crank it up, bro. Stephanie Mills, yes, Don wants us. Short as well. But I mean, hearing that voice come out of tiny Anita Baker, she would be up there just. You know, it's kind of like Kristen Chenoweth is also really, really short. But she's Big not voice. soulful like Anita Baker. Oh, she can be. Nah, she's all right for a white chick. for all time. 
how great is Anita Baker? I saw her live in L.A. at the Hollywood Bowl once. 65, Robin. Damn. Beautiful. She'll be singing the national anthem at the NFC Championship game with your Eagles and your San Francisco 49ers. You know what is an out? Since we're speaking of wonderful singers. Yes. Um, and you mentioned Aretha Franklin earlier. Uh, she has had anthems that have been utilized for all sorts of things, for, for movements, yes. for what. And a natural woman has been an empowering Absolutely. woman's song for eons. This is when you know the woke crowd really has lost it for good. Anybody who listens to this bullshit and agrees with it, they should be put on a spaceship and just flown up with Bill Gates and all these other nut jobs and throw them up and then just let them, take them up above the atmosphere so that when they are out, they are untethered from a rocket ship and they have a constant, they'll be in constant state of uh, weightlessness and then they'll fade away into the uh, into the dark abscesses of the of the wow, you, you were getting really really deep I'm there. getting a little cosmic here you're getting a little cosmic but back to Aretha the woke crowd has now determined that Aretha Franklin's you make me feel like a natural woman should no longer be played because it is not okay it is a it, it it's is offensive it's to offen- trans, trans women yeah trans women and I know it's not all of them okay it's the minority fringe of all of these groups who want to be heard by everyone when they're ridiculed by everyone. Because I, the trans women I know, the bisexual women, the lesbian women I know, they're not into this bullshit. They're not, they're not, they don't want more and more publicity. They don't want to be ridiculed because the people who are doing this, the trans women supposedly, that are saying things like, Aretha Franklin's You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman is offensive. You know who that's offensive to? Real women. Real women being told that they're not good enough, that because trans women want more recognition, that what is that saying to real women? And yeah, there's a lot of fake women out there, but the real women, where are all these women's rights groups, right? We got men you know, participating in women's sports, and when, remember when Martina Navratilova spoke out against mm-hmm. it? Yeah. When she spoke out against it, they went after her. Yeah. And then she backed down. That's she the problem. She backed down. That's the problem. There are too many people backing down. And you're right. It is the fringe that is making all of these crazy demands. The, but you know what? We, the people, the, the, the people that they're not speaking for, like the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. there are far too few LGBTQ communities that are not that fringe. Yep. That are, they're not speaking up and saying, hey, you don't speak for me. And we need to be doing that. Everybody needs to be speaking out. And women that are, you know, all these, the, the, the sports that are being taken over yep. by biological men. This is not good for women. Women, we need to be speaking up. We cannot be exactly. I'm a man and I'm offended. And again, I don't care if you want to cut off your peepees and your breasts and everything. Go ahead and do it. I don't tell you what to do. If you believe you, if you're a man and you think you're a woman and you want to go through that, but look at all the people who have gone through it and then regret it. Twenty. It's like the shots. I don't know what's going to happen to me in ten years. I may not even be here. But when we just do things because it's the it's the new cool thing to do. 
Because a lot of people think that, and then they go ahead and get these procedures, and guess what? You can't reverse it. You can't decide later, you know, that I want my dick back, you know, or that I want my vagina back. You know, I have a theory regarding this whole uh, trans movement. Uh, I wasn't born in this body movement. Um, I absolutely believe that there are people that were born in the wrong body. Absolutely. I do. I do think. I totally agree with you too. And and because I've met them and I know. But they don't know that as a two-year-old. They don't. They don't know that as a two-year-old. I do know one person who clearly was uh, gay, but uh, he he went on to become a very very happy gay man yes. even though he knew and there's like, nothing wrong with there's people nothing wrong. But who like, accept their sexuality were, and their friends don't care about their sexuality because they're another human being right but if he were six today they would have encouraged him to transition yeah. because he was very effeminate he was very much into like dolls and dresses and things like that get off the table oh, Lily's back Oh. She heard pussy talk, and then she's wondering, <laughs> "Hey, you're not going to cut my pussy off." But you know, and and but I think what is happening is there's there's a the 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 instances of depression and oh my god, what is going on with social media and all this stuff is so much higher. People are not as happy with themselves as they were 40, 50 years ago, and people are searching for things, and you've seen it throughout. You know, people are always searching for things, and now they're they're being given an answer as if this is going to be the solution, and it's not. And and they're looking for solutions. They're they're like you know looking for something that will make them feel better, and they they are being told, well, do you have these thoughts? Well, then it must be this. So we're going to start giving you all these hormones. We're going to take. We're you're going to go off for surgery, and it's permanent. You know, exactly. And, and, and I don't want to get bring people down, Robin, but I've told you the stories many times. I grew up in an era, you know, when, when gay people, but gay people were on TV, Liberace. You look at the flamboyant people, you know, and my mom was old school. Yeah, but, but my my mom didn't care right. whether Liberace was flamboyant. She saw him as a talented guy yeah. and watched him on TV. You know, you look at Johnny Mathis. Well, people Johnny were Ma- in denial that Liberace was gay. No, no, they weren't. I knew everybody knew Liberace, but we didn't care. Yeah. One of my best friends growing up was a boy who wanted to be a girl. He became the most famous tranny in the world from Philadelphia. I didn't care. We used to go riding in my car on the Schuylkill Expressway. And this is when everybody was supposedly, you know, everybody was racist and everybody was transphobic and they didn't like gay people. That's bullshit. 50 years ago, I was hanging out with transsexuals, driving them around in my car with no particular place to go. Just like... uh, Chuck Berry used to say, but, but it's become- Freddie Mercury. Did anybody? Did everybody not know he was gay, Robin? I think that there was a lot of people that have blinders on back in the day. Did they care that Freddie Mercury was gay? Well, no, because they like the people that that did know didn't care, and the people that didn't know had blinders on. Because how would you not know? But yeah, um, but I think that that Elton he- John. We knew not the beginning. Yeah, but did anybody care that Elton John was gay? gay when he was filling arenas and massive places all over the world? No, because he was an amazing talent. And how about uh, how about uh, the guy from Wham, George Michael? Mm-hmm. George yeah. Michael. If George Michael were alive today and was wearing his Choose Life shirts, remember when he had yeah, that? He yeah. had a shirt, shirt on that says, Choose Life. I wonder whether all of these hyper-sensitive people would try to cancel him 
for wearing a Choose Life shirt. Most likely. Right? But I think, you know, everything is being, they're trying to normalize everything. And a lot of these things are not normal. A lot of these things are people just going through phases. A lot of these things are people searching for help and they're not being given help. They're being given a false solution because it makes a lot of money for a lot of people. But the biggest thing is because we're normalizing everything and you can't talk about anything because then you're whatever phobic. Now, all of a sudden, there are a lot of fringe that this is and i'm certainly not generalizing there this is a fringe minority but there is a it's large enough that it's scary and the access to children is frightening and i'm not just talking like teenagers which is bad enough i'm talking young kids i know the indoctrination is depressing me now robin okay well it's it's not okay I, i bet you i guarantee you we could make a list of all the gay people in entertainment from the beginning of time, as long as you've been, as long as I've been around, and I, nobody ever had a Paul Lynn, another great one. Remember Paul mm-hmm. Lynn, the mid in the center square. Nobody cared. That, well, nobody knew Rock Hudson because he hit it. Oh yeah, because he was doing. And, and you remember the other woman who was gay? She was married. Then she just got killed in an accident a couple of months ago. Remember the actress, uh, the blonde actress who died in a car crash? Anne Hayes. Oh you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anne Hayes okay. was. Heterosexual, probably bisexual, right? She was married to a man, and then she decided she wanted to be with a woman. Yep. Nobody had a problem with that, but you know what it did? It hurt her career because she was getting the leading woman. You know, she was the leading lady role. Yeah, she had the romantic interest, and then all of a sudden when she came out, they were like, hmm. So you couldn't cast her. Well, I guess you could. So I don't know. The mindset is we knew for 50 years, I knew entertainers that were gay. I didn't care. Again, you look at you look at uh, the guy who's still around, Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis is one of the greatest voices ever. Yeah, Raymond Burr, but nobody knew back then when you saw Raymond, Raymond Burr. Burr too. I didn't know that. Absolutely, one. Robin. Oh well, look at that. Here's one that I didn't know. Yeah, Raymond Burr, and then Rock Hudson was the most famous of them all. Well, that was that because was he was shocking. the guy who kept it. Kept because he was it so manly, manly man. By the way, I got to rip Adam Kinzinger, the biggest coward ever to have a seat in the United States Congress. Now that he's out of work and crawling around on his hands and knees at CNN and MSNBC, he is now calling for people because the Seattle Times, a far-right newspaper, actually posted a list of people who made fun of Paul Pelosi, according to Adam Kinzinger. Remember, he was the Republican on the January 6th committee. He and Liz Cheney were the two Republicans. So they're posting all the people who were talking about whether or not Paul Pelosi was involved in some sort of uh, homosexual affair really special. in his apartment. Says, uh, Johnny Mathis is dead, I believe. No, Johnny <laughs> Mathis is still alive. <laughs> Check it out. And by the way, the whole purpose of this was I could play Aretha. So crank it up right now. For all you real women out there, all you natural women, even women with fake boobs, you know, maybe some uh, plastic surgery, the gigantic lips, you know, the spiked heels, the long fingernails, the Lee's press-on nails. <laughs> yes, Johnny Mathis is 87. I told you. He's, he's I, I know. Alive. I know my gays. We should do a <laughs> Who's Your Favorite Gay show. Looking out but meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, if you are part of the LGBTQ plus community and you think that so this inspired. song 
should be banned. You need either to go into some sort of psycho ward. You need to find somebody who can maybe slap you back into reality. Because if this song is bad to you, then you are bad to me. Listen to this song. Crank it up, Robin. You know why? Remember, I sang You Make Me Feel. I, I feel like a woman 10 to 12 years ago. Because you make me feel. it up, Robin. that you would try to claim that that should no longer so be I want I want like uh, Adam Kinzinger wants to out everybody who said that this song is bad because you know what they will never out the people the people who are throwing this shit out there that this song is is offensive to trans women they should be outed they should be doxxed so that people know who the really fucked up minds are in this country and there's a lot of fucked up minds you know, I, I bet a- you they're, they're probably going to try to get I Am Woman removed as well. Oh, of course. Hey, Kat. Kat is in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. No, I mean, not, she's in the chat room. I know the- she's in the chat room. I see her in there. Kat, Kat. Hear me roar, she said. Um, do we have any more questions on Twitter spaces? Uh, let me check. We need to get John from Mayfair in there because yes. he's got a lot of stuff pent up on him. And he I don't does. want him to go crazy. I don't know. Him. He might have a bigger rant than you. We don't know. I don't know. He's going to be on the, into the nightcap. So he better save. You can't la- leave it all in the locker room. You can't, you can't let it out in the pregame show. You got to save it for the big moment. You know what I'm saying, John? You feeling me tonight, man? Well, I, didn't hear the, <clears throat> I didn't hear the first part of that, Tony, but say it again. I said, you know... I know you. You know you listen to the rants tonight, and we we haven't been just ranting. By the way, Dean is now back in after slurping down wine and shoving our nose in. Yeah, it. P- posting pictures of all the great Michael and David wine that we can't go because we have a show to do. I'm the guy who turned him on to Michael David wine. Remember that, Dean? Where did you find out about the great Michael David wines from Lodi, California? From this guy right here, this son of a bitch right here. Is that you know the same saying? company that makes that send they send them fancy pears around? Is that the same company? No, 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 no. no. They, they. Oh, you're thinking of uh, uh, something in David. Michael, no, no. Uh, uh, the the ones that send the fruit boxes. Yeah, yeah. The no, fruit we don't of the do month that. Club. That's Harry and <laughs> David. Harry and David. Harry and David. Yeah. I hear they're gay, but not that there's anything wrong with it, you know. Well, hey, you know everybody's gay now. I didn't know Elton John was gay till your show came. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> He's not, but his hairpiece is. I mean, that's the thing. He got his hair. <laughs> 
By the way, you have a blue light on there, John. You're looking for scorpions in Northeast Philadelphia. What do you got? No, no, no. no it looks like he's got a blue light on in there. No, it's the reflection from his computer, Tony Bruno. It's a good look, though. It looks yeah. like he's iridescent. Looks like he's got his shirt with a white. You know, when you have a blue light on and everything uh-huh. is white, especially when you have those parties where everybody's wearing like the chicks are all wearing white underwear. And then you turn the blue light on. This is why, let, let's be real. This is why Tony is so upset that I got rid of that That big blue light. Blue light, the black light. You can't even go to Kmart and get a blue light anymore on special. Nah, there's no more blue light specials, Tony. There's still a couple Kmarts left, right? Are there any Kmarts still left? Yeah, there Where? are, surprisingly. Where? Um, <laughs> would you like and me I to live, look them up? No, no. I live in a... I live in a bad neighborhood. There's none here. So <laughs> Actually, it's, Kmart was one of the main stores in some of the malls in the Northeast, and even they're gone. You know what they call them? The uh, the anchor stores. You know, yeah. and unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of malls, not just in Philly, but all over the country. You know, they have you the anchor. Store. A, you used to be able to get a night a nineteen cent ham and cheese hoagie in fucking Kmart. You're damn right, man. You know, the, days the layaway plan. You're right, man. Boys Tony. jeans. Boys jeans half off. But that's at most uh, yeah. stores. You know, if you go down like down like 13th and Spruce and that neighbor, you'll get boys boys pants half off most nights. You know what I'm saying? Not that there's anything Michael, wrong with that. Yeah. Michael Jackson used to shop at Kmart. He heard boys jeans were half. Oh. There are Kmart. Are we going back to Michael Jer- Michael? There are several Kmarts in Florida. <laughs> there are? Yes, there are. Because Walmarts Tampa, aren't, Miami. Walmarts aren't, uh-huh. aren't enough. Aren't, uh, <laughs> well, what's a nice way to... Uh, Walmarts aren't utilitarian. No, that's not a word. What would what? How would you describe Walmart? Uh, a necessity. Let's be honest. Who hasn't gone into a Walmart when you need something? They're le- they're open late. Some of them are twenty four hours. It, right? You know, you need like bait. Urban, it's an urban necessity. It is. It's where a lot of people shop for everything they need. It's like one stop I mean, shopping. Who, who hasn't taken a nasty shit at three in the morning? I mean, that's where you got. Well, I usually go do that in the parking lot, you know, because I I wouldn't go in the bathrooms in Walmart no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Tony, <laughs> twenty by the 25th of January, two days ago. Yep, there were 2,400 stolen vehicles in the city. Yes, I saw that. 2,400. Now, you do the math on that. I'm not that smart, obviously. So that's over. A hundred a day? Yeah, close to that. I saw that. I saw, you know, Steve Keeley at Fox 29 is without a doubt the best crime reporter in the city. And, you know, there's a lot of good reporters, but nobody nobody covers it better than Steve Keeley at Fox 29. And Fox 29 doesn't even follow me on Twitter. Steve does, but the, the, the TV station doesn't follow me, and I used to go on all the time for free. So I don't know what the hell happened there. How rude. Sons of bitches. You know what? Now, you know who they let on there instead of you? Mike Missinelli. I, it's not about who they let on. They'll, no, they'll you know, they, they've had multiple sports people. I don't care if they have other people on. And I, I don't, you know, and I told them I couldn't do it all the time because I was doing other stuff. But I would gladly, and I lived right around the corner from them when we were in Center City at Dockside. So they would call me and say, yeah, you know, but I had to get dressed up, put a suit and tie on, take a shower, and all that stuff that I really don't like to do at six o'clock in the morning. But I, I love doing it. And I don't know why they just stopped following me on Twitter because every other TV station follows me except the one that I did the most for. And again, they don't owe me anything. And I, you know, I, they were great to me. My, my friends, Mike Jarek and everybody there, all the people on the air are good friends. It's somebody in, in charge of the I organization. I have a Kmart update. We have a Kmart update. Let's go to your Thank white you. trash desk. 
According and when I think of white trash, well, I know. According to ScrapeHero.com is a data company. I have ScrapeHero? No, ScrapeHero, I don't Sounds know. Sounds like Never a know. woman's procedure that uh, happens like once a year. But they just happen to have the information oh. that we needed. There are 20, Tony, 20 Kmart retail stores left in the United States as of January 11th, 2023. Wow. Uh, the state with the most number of Kmart locations is uh, in the U.S. Are, is the U.S. Virgin Islands with four retail stores. How many? Four Kmarts in the Virgin Islands? Yeah. Jeezy, I don't have that loaded in my machine because I'm trying to get them all locked up. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Puerto Rico uh, has three. New York has three. And um, then we're like one in Guam, one in North Carolina, one in, yeah, one in Illinois, one in California. So there's not a lot. And they're closing. And there aren't the a bunch in Florida? How many in Florida? Uh, one. One in Florida. We have to go there and you know celebrate. But we'll, we'll wait till Black Friday and we'll go to that Kmart this year. <laughs> Instead of going to Walmart, you know Michigan, what I'm saying? Virginia, California, Illinois, Guam, and North Carolina all have one. Maybe make a road trip to Guam and go there. New we can Jersey. go to the block. Isn't there still that one blockbuster up there, like in Oregon? No, the last gone? one um, was in Alaska, and it closed. That's right. It was like Alaska. Six months ago, yep. Too cold for that shit. Nobody's walking out in Alaska in the wintertime to go rent a damn not crappy when, movie. Not when they have, like, Starlink now <laughs> out everywhere, and they can just download... By the way, they don't, uh, by, have, they don't have indoor plumbing either. So what's the difference? By the way, did you know that um, you knew about Anita Baker, right? She's going to sing the national anthem at the Eagles game. More reasons to love Jalen Hurts. I mean, a young man who realize, who thinks that Anita Baker is his fa- not thinks he's, he's she's his favorite female vocalist. Who would have thought that in this day and age, man? Well, listen. I mean, he's a man true to himself. I guess. Exactly right. I mean, he, you know, he's not afraid to say what he feels and. You know what? He kind of reminds me of a young John from Mayfair. Exactly right. I'm Just exactly alike, except 100% different. Now, John, did you like yeah. my rant tonight on the, uh, which was an unscheduled, you know, it wasn't a scheduled rant. I don't even have it. I don't even have Paul Pelosi on my sheet tonight. That was just organic. You know what I'm saying? Tony, I do copy these down. and I, I, I will see. I will cut that footage. It will be my, my ringtone. You went nuts. You did go fucking nuts. I didn't go nuts. I was just emotional. I can get you crazy right now. You want me to? No, I don't want to get every, crazy. Every, every time I call in, I can get you fucking riled up somehow. That's not it's true. Awesome. That's not true, man. All right. All right. Well, uh, now, now that I put you on, though, I can't. I know now. Now, now he's got himself under control. I'm under control. I didn't lose control. You know what? I know. I, I don't lose control when I go into an emotional That's commentary. Funny. Listen, you let it out, or you fucking explode. That that you know. Listen, high blood pressure is not worth anything, dude. No, I'm on medication. I guarantee you. Where's my little uh, pulse ox? I got, you know, we should do a, whenever I do that, we should have the pulse ox on. Oh, and then I can read it out going, I can say, my blood pressure's going up. I can say 99, 109. No, no, Robin, you know what'd be great? You you hook it right up to the screen. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it going up and down. (laughs) That would be awesome. That's fucking great. I wonder how I would do that. That would be amazing. you guys are awesome. Try to get Jim from Cheltenham on. I know. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm going to have to call him. We may have there. to have a line installed in his house. I may have to call like 
get get an ISDN line. Like, well, I don't even think they put them in anymore. I don't know what is going on because I I I I know that he got a new mic. It was working, but uh, the last several times that he's tried to come on for whatever reason, it's not. So, well, I was over there on Tookie Creek Parkway this afternoon, uh, driving home from an account. They were digging the street up, so maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. He's over there in Chelsea. Yeah, the the, the amount of carjackings, and, and then you have all the city council people in Philly out in front of the Union League, a stuffy place yeah. with a bunch of rich old white, white, white guys in there, and they gave, uh, they gave Ron DeSantis an award. Meanwhile, the city is, the schools are full of asbestos, crime is out of control, you know, the, the kids are not learning anything, they have a soda tax, which is supposed to go to pay for education, and the schools still are closed because of asbestos. I mean, it's an out of control. I saw one person say that Philadelphia, I didn't know this statistically, but this was some, a city official, that Philadelphia is the poorest big city in America. Imagine having that on, on, you know, on, on, the, on any kind of paper. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to say it. The mayor's not going to say, hey, guess what? Not only are we having ton, tons of murders and, and hijackings and carjackings, we're also the poorest big city in America. How about that? Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Imagine ha- be having that distinction. No longer the city of brotherly love. It's the poorest and big You know what it is, don't you? Sad. And, and in the same breath, they say, please come here and visit the Liberty Bell. Who gives a f- well, it's a great, I mean, it's a great historic city. There's nothing, I mean, no, a lot of no people go there because. It, but I mean, who the hell the the is coming here, Tony? No, people go hey, there on. from all over the country, but they're not going as many, as much as they used to. Same thing with New no. York. People are afraid to go to New York. And, and again, I don't tell people what to do. If you want to go to New York, if you want to hang out in the subway, go right ahead. I've been to New York a million times. I'm not afraid to go to New York. I'm not afraid to go to Washington, D.C. I'm not afraid to go to Philly. So it's not like I'm trying to create fear, but you know I know what's going on there. I live there, and for people to just constantly look at other cities and be jealous of Ron DeSantis when they just elected John Fetterman and Scott and Josh Shapiro, and now have twelve clowns—they have twelve people running for mayor of Philadelphia, twelve people running—and now the the local newspaper is starting to weed them out based on who they like because they want Helen Jim. Mark the tape. Helen Jim was a councilwoman at large, Asian-American. She will be the next mayor of Philadelphia once Jim Kenney is done because he's a lame duck now. He's going into his final year. So you can be sure Jim Kenney will be seen a lot here in Florida and Maryland in his final season, final year, because ain't no way he's sticking around Philly. When you talk about lame ducks in your last term, nobody's lamer than Jim Kenney. Jim Kenney, the worst mayor in Philadelphia history, bar none. Tony, I will have my prediction for the next mayor of Philadelphia after the Super Bowl. So I will be. I'll give it to you right now. Write it down in ink. Helen Jim, G Y M. Helen Jim is going to be the next mayor of Philadelphia because she checks a box. You know, we've had black mayors, we've had white mayors, we've never had a a Hispanic mayor. We almost did, but they wouldn't. I went to school with her brother. With Helen Jim's brother? Well, yeah, Jim Shue. Uh, Jim Shue. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, that's a bad. Uh, oh, man. I, I, but, uh, I, have, I, I have a different name, but. Uh, Jim Shorts, I think she is. No, but she, you know, she's she's a rabble rouser. She's not even from Philadelphia. You know, they, they made a big deal about, you know, what's his name? The guy, uh, Dr. Oz. He's not from Philly. He's from Jersey. 
Helen Jim's not from Philly either. She's like from Illinois. Half the people in, in government aren't from the city. But, you know, they play that because voters are stupid. And people will always vote what people tell them to, who to vote for. And they don't think and do research. And that's why, you know, you've had the same people being in office for 70 consecutive years in Philadelphia. That may be the record in the country of one party controlling a major city for 70 straight years running. And I'm not saying Republicans will be any better. Trust me. Republicans are afraid to run in Philadelphia because they know they got no shot. That's what's happened. Guys, I got to go. I'll see you soon. All right, John. Bye, John. God bless you. Thank you, brother. God bless you, my friend. You know, as one president once said, Robin, it's not in there? Yeah, it's supposed to be. I, I don't know what's wrong. You know what it. I say? If Brock Purdy wins the game against the Eagles on Sunday, Robin, as the great, late, great former coach of the Minnesota Vikings once said, Dennis Green. No, why are you hitting the wrong? Why did that go off? I didn't do anything. I don't think I did anything. I thought you oh, said I you did. loaded this. I did. Well, I couldn't load all of them, Tony. What, what, which ones are loaded? Like, I'm, hit, I'm hitting all of them, and some of them work, <laughs> and some of them don't. Tony, I don't know what's going on right now, okay? I cannot fix it from here. How about the NBA theme? Is that working? Uh, I thought I loaded that one. How about which the Fox one? NFL theme? It's only on the second line, Robin. Is that loaded? It should be. Is this thing frozen? It might be frozen. Fox NFL, here. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, as we start winding down on a Friday night, getting ready for into the nightcap, we are ready for a big Sunday, Championship Sunday, and the Nash Football League. And you know what, Robin? The numbers are moving. The money's coming in. What's interesting to note here, though, before we get to the selections, Twitter did a hashtag data deep dive Last, last, so last Sunday night when we knew who the final four teams were, right. Cincinnati, Kansas City, Philadelphia, and San Francisco, they started uh, getting an algorithm out there, checking hashtag data to see which team had the most fan involvement in posting hashtags. What's interesting, not, not smoking hash, because you know San Francisco would win that yes, hands, down. hands down. But Phil, you know, most of the country now is full of dopers. San Francisco, obviously. I was smelling weed and hash there in the, in, the, in the 70s. You know, that just never stopped. Open drug use in San Francisco never stopped. And not that there's anything wrong with it. It just, you know, you used to get arrested for it. Now you don't. Now if you don't smoke, they arrest you. So you have, guess what cities had the most, and you would think, you know, with Philly, with, with spa, passionate, passionate for sports fans, right? right? More passionate probably than San Francisco, probably than... Uh, you know, San Francisco fans get jacked up when right. the teams are good. So which city had the most Twitter interaction? And by, by interaction, I mean the hashtag, for example, in Cincinnati is who day. Right. Hashtag who day, which is what they say in, in Cincinnati. Or, for example, here in, here, there in Philly, it's fly, eagles, fly. Right. You know, and I see fly, eagles, fly hashtags all the time. See, we would think Philly a much bigger city yeah, you than think. Cincinnati. Right. And Kansas City. Obviously, San Francisco's a huge city, too. But when you look at this, it's amazing. More people were, were, were posting who day than anything else. Wow. Who day 
in fact, had more hashtags coming from 23 states. So 23 states were putting out Who Day hashtags. And you think, I know the Bengals have fans a lot of places, but the Who Day thing went crazy. 23 states had more more hashtags. And Chiefs Kingdom, which Kansas City, obviously a great team too, they had 19 states posting Chiefs Kingdom. And I didn't see Chiefs Kingdom anyway on my feeds. So 23 states rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals, 19 states rooting for the Chiefs on, you know, based on hashtags. Right. Then you get to the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly Eagles Fly was only trending more than any place else in six states. Wow. Six states. Now, what about the Niners? You know who the six states are where Eagles Fly, Eagles Fly was trending in? Obviously, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Connecticut, You'll never guess the next two states, the last two states where it was trending more than any other team. Alaska and Alabama. Alaska and Alabama, there were more fly, eagle, fly hashtags than in many other states. That's wild. And finally, San Francisco. What are they, the fourth biggest biggest city in America? You got L.A., New York, Chicago, San Francisco, probably number four now. The number four market with a great team that has a rookie quarterback going crazy. Two states. That's it? Two states out of the 57 states in America. The Bronco Obama told us. they have Obama such a mass it. exodus going into all but these But no, there's things. Niner fans everywhere. Yeah. It's not like it's just San Francisco fans. There's Niner fans, every, Niner bars in every city. Wow. Two, two states were the only ones that were in the, in the stratosphere of the 180,000 180, tweets that they registered That's with those surprising. particular hashtags. And San Francisco had two states. And guess and who the two states were? What's the hashtag that the Niners use? Go Niners. Go Niners, okay. It's kind of lame. I mean, come on, man. Maybe that's why they don't use Go it. Go Niners. it's kind of lame. <laughs> you know who the two states were? Guess, Robin. Uh, Arizona and Texas. Are you serious? No, Robin? not Texas. Hello. What state are they in? Let me give you a hint. Now, I know this is tough to try to figure out which two states, when I gave you the other states, I'm not going to list the 23 for the other teams and the, and the 19 for the Chiefs. Two Calif- states. California, Arizona is what? No, Arizona did not. It does not. Did not register? Not registering as far as, you know, the number of times. This is based on $180,000 right. tweet. So other than not California, thousand. what states were they? Oregon. 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 Even wa- people in Washington don't because they're Seahawks fans. Oregon doesn't so have Oregon a protein. Oregon was the only other state besides California. Yeah. Two wow. West Coast states, Oregon and California. And the reason Washington wasn't because they hate the Niners because right. they're Seahawks fans. Right. And Oregon doesn't have a pro team. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. How about that, huh? How hmm. about that? Hmm. Hmm. So let me give the picks now. Hit the uh, Fox team again, Robin. Please. I've lost the... Uh, I gotta get that hum out of there. I know. I love hummers, but not when it comes to audio. I mean, who doesn't? I can't find the uh, stream though, Robin. So I want to know if anybody's you, putting picks up there. How did you there. close something? I don't know. Everything's closing, Robin. My machines are closing. My brain is closing. Everything's closing. You need to have Chrome open. I got the Chrome dome open. Good thing this is a long beam. 
you closed the wrong window. Well, it's a little chilly out, Robin. I have to close the window. Well, Tony, we have two minutes till the end of the show, so you don't really need to see all the comments. I know. I just want to make sure that people know that I'm paying attention. (laughs) Clearly, they know you're a little scattered. Scattered? So, Patrick Mahomes will start. Andy Reid confirmed that today. That's no surprise. So, as we get ready Sunday, first game is Eagles and San Francisco 49ers. I'm trying right now to get the absolute latest, freshest lines from Las Vegas. Let me get those up here, Robin, because I don't want to. I don't want to cheat the people. I want to give the lines as they are at this particular time, nine o'clock Eastern time on a Friday night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Joe Quill said that the music is overmodulating too much audio at once. So okay, we don't need the music. I just wanted to did all that hard work. I want to get the damn music in at least for a couple seconds. By the way, Jay Leno, just stay inside, please. I know. Did you? So if. For those of you who didn't hear, Jay Leno, after having a, like a fire incident where in he his, died, in his garage in his with garage, all his cars, um, something blew up in his face and he had burns. He went on a motorcycle ride and now has like a broken collarbone, a couple broken ribs, some his kneecaps are broken. Oh my god! That's what happens, man? <sighs> got to ride. I mean, he's got all these vehicles, and what's he supposed to do? Sit inside and just keep? I know, buffing them a off motorcycle. And, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I apologize to everybody that we didn't get to. Now that we, you know, the, the show is growing, which is fantastic. It's blowing up like the Taliban. But we have so many people that are trying to get in. Um, and I do try to get new people that uh, have not been on often in. That doesn't always work. But um, right, let me get the freshest out of the fresh out the kitchen odds right now. Uh, let me go to uh, let's see. Let's go to DraftKings. Because John Avello puts the lines up there, and he's one of the greatest. He's one of the main guys. So right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are one-and-a-half-point favorites against the Bengals, and the over-under total is 48 points. So that's the latest right now. Remember, that line's been going back and forth, and obviously, as I said last night on the show, if you were listening, a lot of Chief money coming in, a lot of beef Chief money coming in. Because, you know, there's a lot of beef out there, Robin. Yes. So the money's coming in on the Chiefs, and that's why they now are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And obviously, Mahomes is going to play, and that helps. So that's what you know on the numbers, 48, the total in that game. In the Eagles game, by the way, the plus and minus numbers, the Chiefs plus 260. So if you're – oh, that's Super Bowl numbers. That's the Super Bowl odds. I'm just giving you the game odds uh, for the championship games. Where's the latest on the Chiefs? Come on, DraftKings. You don't have it on the front Play page? Play Action Reel says he locked in a plus 450 on the Chiefs. On the That's for the Super Bowl or for this game? That's, uh, that's got to be for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the Super Bowl right now, to win it, the Chiefs are plus 260. The Bengals are plus 260. Everybody's plus money because we don't know who's in the Super Bowl. So people are play, placing future bets. Chiefs would be plus 260 to win if you bet it right now. San Francisco... If they uh, go into the Super Bowl as the NFC team, plus 330 right now. Bengals are plus 275, and the Eagles are plus 240. And the line right now, and there's all kinds of props, and you you can find that stuff on your own if you're a degenerate gambler like most of our fans are. And if you are watching the game on Sunday and you just want to have fun, make sure that you log on to No Filter so that you can watch Tony Bruno, Eric Burns, Randy Cross, the former 49er legend. Maybe Gary Radnich will pop on. 
We are, it's going to be, and Dave Benz will be on as well, and they're going to just be reacting to the game. So it'll be like sitting next to Tony Bruno and the guys while you're watching the game. It's going to be an awesome experience. So definitely log in to nofilter.net at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 12 noon Pacific for the game. And the freshest lines on the Niners-Eagles, the first game at 3 o'clock on Sunday. 49ers plus two, so the Eagles right now are minus two points. And that's been in that ballpark two, two and a half all week. And we'll see if the late money comes in. Eagles, you have to lay 120. Niners, you get plus 100. Plus 130 on the Niners' money line. Minus 150 on the Eagles' money line. That's basically, you know what minus 150 means. you got to lay 150 to win 100. So there you have it. Bet accordingly. And if you have a gambling problem, don't call me. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or Say call good. Dean in Clearwater. Say goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Tony. Good night, everybody. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's still the greatest place on God's green earth. Good night, everybody. Good night and so to bed. Eyebrows, we think it is a lark to play what we are playing when you're wanting Mr. Bark. Good night to all our authors who write us books galore. And though we don't know which is best, we know one who is sure. Good night, everyone, you've earned your daily bread. Good night, and so to bed. Taxi drivers who drive us day and night And never lose their tempers but are always most polite Good night to everybody we haven't named before Just make a rhyme up for yourselves, we don't know anymore Good night everyone, you've earned your daily bread Good night and so to bed <laughs> <laughs>